Back here at Schuler Field as the Mount St. Joseph marching band with this afternoon's national anthem. Dave Mitchell here with you on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This one promises to be one of the best games of the season between the first and second place teams in the conference. Mount St. Joseph at 4-0, and a half a game in front of the Franklin Grizzlies and Hanover, each at 3-0. and Heading into this afternoon's game, and here come the, Gri- the Lions out on the field. The Grizz have already come out, and the Lions will come out onto the field, bringing the flag out and stomping it into the ground, a la Baker Mayfield at Ohio State University a few years ago. So the Lions will be adorned in their dark blue top uniforms today with white pants and white helmets, their home uniforms. The Grizzlies look like the throwback Pittsburgh Steelers. They're in their gold jerseys with blue pants and blue numerals and the blue helmets with the gold stripe going down the middle. The captains heading out to midfield. A.J. Glines, Coltep, along with Brad Murphy and the other captain, the senior captain this year, Sean Sullivan, for the Lions out getting set for the coin toss for this ball game this afternoon. Great crowd here today, late arriving, but we're going to have pretty much a capacity crowd here at Schuler Field for this ball game between these two first place ball clubs. And you could end up, boy, this, this one could be one of those games that you could go into overtime. Looks like Franklin has won the coin toss, and they have elected to defer, so the Lions will go ahead and put their offense out onto the field first and we talked about it no Franklin decided to receive the football they won the coin toss and Franklin one of the few teams that will do it Mike Leonard decides let's put our offense out onto the field and that's what they are going to do so the golden blue of Franklin boy they're ready to go here this afternoon and so are the Lions and so are we Blake Watson will be joining us here in a little bit. We've already told you about the injury report. Grayson Roberts is out in this game. Gavin Robertson is back into the contest this week after missing the last few ball games. He was injured, but now he is back. So he'll be back in that defensive backfield. And of course, our pregame guests here this afternoon, Tyler Hanna and Tavon Robertson. They are going to be key in this afternoon's ball game, along with Troy Speakman here today. Could be the battle of the quarterbacks this afternoon. Braden Smith, he's the number two ranked quarterback in the Heartland Conference. And Chayton Tomlin, the number one ranked quarterback in the Heartland Conference. Teeing it up and getting set to kick it off will be Jerry Porter. Porter, number 37. Lions will be going from right to left. Across your computer screen, back set to return this kickoff will be Ryan Poole, number two, a freshman out of Lebanon, Indiana. And from Milan, Indiana, Peyton Healy, a junior, 5'8", 180 pounds. We are set to go, so let's play some football. These two teams have been raring to go for this one for the last three days. And here we go. As Porter will approach it, he gets a high end-over-end kick that is going to be taken in by Poole at the two-yard line. Straight up the middle, now cuts to the near side, to the 15, to the 20, and he's going to be smacked to the ground immediately by Trevor Tomey. Tomey, out of his wing spot position on the kickoff, 
came up and just leveled Poole at the 22-yard line, and that's where Franklin will start. First and 10 from their own 22-yard line with their quarterback, Braden Smith, the junior 6'6", 200 pounds from Mattoon, Illinois. We saw him play a little bit last year when he came in for Chase Burton. He can really see over the top of the line, and Jacob Earl is lined up right behind him. They've got receivers out wide on both sides as we get ready for the first offensive play of the game. Bonamini moves in motion to the near side, and they're going to throw it out to the near side, and that's going to be taken in by Earl, and Earl's going to catch it at the 30 and take it across the 30 out to the 35-yard line for a gain of 12 on the first play of the game. So a very safe play for the quarterback, Smith, to throw it out to his all-purpose back, Earl. And they pick up a first down out to the 35-yard line on a gain of 13 on the play. Trips out to the far side, two receivers to the near side, empty backfield. Now moving in motion to the far side is the receiver, and that is almost intercepted. Boy, Tyler Hanna was being bobbled on the catch all the way from about 10 yards by the tight end, Parrish, and he finally popped it up in the air, and Hanna almost came up with the interception. Boy, that would have been a big play. Earl. Lines up to the left, brings up second down, 10 yards to go from the 35. Bonamini comes out wide to the right-hand side. Fleet out wide left, trips out to the left-hand side. Earl lines up in the backfield with the quarterback, and he throws it out in the right-hand side, complete to Fleet. Fleet gets it out to the 34-yard line for just a short gain of four, and it'll bring up third down and six yards to go. Fleet, one of the leading receivers in the league this year, six foot, 180 pounds from Indianapolis, Indiana, Perrin Meridian High School. Going out wide left is Joey Sitteritz. Sitteritz out to the left hand side. Fleet and Bonamini are out to the right hand side, the near side here on the short side of the field. Dropping back is the quarterback. He's going to be hit. Smith throws it out into the flat, and it is over the head of Earl, and he was immediately hit by Julius Fisher. Boy, a couple of monstrous hits by the Lions early in this ballgame. And Franklin, after picking up a first down, now will have to punt the football away. Bonamini will kick it away. He's the punter for this team. And he will kick it off. Dropping setback to return is Troy Speakman. Speakman, boy, he's been exciting as a punt returner over the last couple of years for the Lions. Lions showing that they're going to come after this punt along the front line. It's a good snap to Bonamini. Low line drive kick. Speakman is going to take it in at his 21. Cuts it right up the middle. 25-30 to the near side. He's going to break a tackle and then be brought down at the 33-yard line. Return of 12 yards on the kick. And the Lions take it over first and 10 at their own 23 Yard, well, 33 yard line, excuse me. Chayton Tomlin, the leading passer in the league, comes out at quarterback for the Lions. Tomlin is going to have Michael Williamson. Williamson has been outstanding over the last few ball games. 270 yards and 48 attempts this year coming into the ball game. He lines up right behind Tomlin out of the pistol. And the handoff goes to Williamson off left guard. He's going to take it across the 35, out to the 36. That'll be a gain of about four on the carry for Williamson to start out the football game for the Lions. 
Lions need to get a running game going so they can curtail that pass rush by the front four of Franklin. Second down, six yards to go from their own 37-yard line. Lions with Williamson to the left of Tomlin. Two receivers out wide to the right-hand side. Devin Bradley wide left. And the snap goes to Tomlin. Gets it off to Williamson. Williamson breaks it into the clear off right side. Across the 40, out to the 41-yard line. He's got another gain of four. And it'll bring up third down, eight yards to go for the Lions. Here on a blustery day. Now checking into the lineup is Nick Murphy, Devin Bradley, and A.J. Glines. The three of them are out wide to the left. Cooper Earl's out wide right. Chase Pankey may not be able to play today. He's going to be a game-time decision with a hamstring, and he has not been in the ballgame as of yet. Third down two for the Lions from their own 41-yard line. And dropping back is Tomlin. He's going to throw it out to Glines. Glines, the ball bounced in front of him. So it's incomplete. Third and fourth and two. And the Lions will punt the football away. So both teams on their initial possessions have to kick it away. Jerry Porter, who was really booming during pregame, will punt it away from about his own 30-yard line with 12.08 left to go in this first quarter. Back set to return is Bonamini. And that's Poole also back there. And Porter gets a low line drive kick. It's going to take a Mount St. Joseph bounce inside the 15, inside the 10, inside the 5, and it's going to be down at the 1. That's a 58-yard punt. He couldn't have done it any better if he'd have run down to the other end and just dropped it at the 1. So Franklin backed up in their own territory, in their own goal line, at the 1-yard line, 99 yards away from Paydirt. And back out is Braden Smith. Smith and the Grizzlies picked up one first down in the initial possession. And then they the drive stalled and had to punt the football away. But now they've got their backs to the goal line. And Earl in the end zone. They're going to send Braden Smith up under center now. And they have brought the tight end, Devin Parrish, in at a fullback position. So now they're in the old-fashioned eye, handoff to Earl, and Earl's going to struggle right up the middle to get it out to the four-yard line for a gain of about three on the play. And now Franklin will go back to their receiver's package instead of their power package. They bring Fleet and Bonamini back into the ballgame. And they have also got, coming into the contest, Riker Stout, Stout a 6'1 senior. He goes out wide to the left. Receivers out wide on both sides. Earl behind Smith, and Smith's going to throw it over the middle. Complete to Fleet, and Fleet's going to be brought down immediately right at the six-yard line. Maybe about a yard gain on the play. Lions right there to pick him up. Austin Carter got him right away from his linebacker position. Brings up third down. And along four yards to go from Franklin from their own six-yard line. Smith with Earl right behind him out of the pistol. Receivers split out on both sides for Franklin. Ball on the near hash mark line showing blitz. And it's going to be intercepted! Intercepted by Tavon Robertson, and he takes it in for the score! Robertson grabbed it at about the nine and took it in for the score. And the Lions on the defensive interception... 
take the lead 6-0 with 10.50 to go in this first quarter of play. That's what film work will do for you. And Robertson jumped the route and took it right in. The senior, we should have him on the pregame show more often. Porter will attempt the extra point. Lions up by six. Porter the kick. It is good. 10.50 to go in this first quarter of play. And your score from Schuler Field, it's Mount St. Joseph 7 and Franklin nothing. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Tavon Robertson's interception for a touchdown has given the Lions a 7-0 lead. And Porter's kickoff was into the end zone. So Franklin now will get it first and 10 at their own 25-yard line. Smith came into the ball game with a, an efficiency rating of 172.54. He was completing 66% of his passes heading into the contest, but that is just his fifth interception of the season. Smith now out of the pistol on first and ten. Hand off to Earl. Earl behind left tackle. He's going to take it across the 25 out to the 28-yard line. Earl is their all-purpose back. He can come out of the backfield, catch the ball, or he can run the football as he did there. Into the contest now, coming in at the receiver spot, is Joey Sitterwitz. Sitterwitz out of Greenwood, Indiana. He's going to go out wide to the right-hand side. Now he moves in motion to the far side. Receiver split, dropping back Smith. Smith's going to throw it out in the flat, complete to Sitterwitz. And he's going to have it at the 33-yard line. Gain of about four on the reception. And it will bring up third down two. Mike Leonard does not go with a deep passing attack with Smith unlike what he did last year with Chase Burton but Burton of course was a four year starter trips out to the near side in the diamond formation now Sitterwitz will move in motion now comes back to this side and Smith on third and two handoff to Earl Earl is going to be hit at the line but he's going to dive forward he may not have the first down they're going to spot him maybe right at the 35 and if he hits that 35 it will be a first down Boy, you can hear the crowd. They don't like the spot. And the nose of the football they're putting right at the 35. It'll be a first down. Boy, if he got it there, he did a great job because he was really gang-tackled by the Lions. But nonetheless, it is first and ten for the Grizz with their second first down of the afternoon. Out of the pistol. 
Fake handoff, dropping back to Smith. He's going to throw it out to the left flank, and it is complete to Fleet in front of Speakman near the 39-yard line for a gain of four on the catch. Lions are giving some room to the receivers, Bonamini and Fleet, but they're holding them to only four or five yards per catch. Now we've got a flag down, and is it an illegal man downfield on Franklin? They're moving backwards. Ineligible man downfield on the Grizzlies. So that will negate that completion. And it will send Franklin back five yards to the 30-yard line and bring up first and 15. 7 nothing Lions lead it. 9-13 to go in this first half of action. First quarter, I should say, excuse me. Sidowitz goes out wide to the left-hand side. Fleet and Bonamini come out here to the right side. Ball in the far hash mark with Earl lined up to the right of Smith, and the handoff is going to go to Earl, and Earl takes it across the 30, out to the 32. Gain of two on the carry. And it will be second down and 13 yards to go for a Grizzly first down. We'll get some scores in here coming up in right after this play around college football. Ohio State was leading early, dropping back Smith on second down, and he throws it over the middle. It is incomplete to Sitterwitz. He couldn't come up with the low throw. And it'll bring up third down 15. He would have been well short of the first down anyway. Third down and 13, excuse me. Lions come in with their dime package. Ohio State now leading Minnesota 17-14 at halftime. Vandy over Florida, number 14th ranked in the country, 21-13. And Tennessee is losing to Auburn 17-13 at halftime. We'll have a couple of experts give you a preview of tonight's Wisconsin-Minnesota game. Or Michigan, I should say. Wisconsin-Michigan and the Missouri-Alabama game. Smith on third and 13. Looks up the middle. Now pressured out of the pocket. Rolls out to the left. He's going to tuck the football under. He's going to be hit and then throws the football forward. One official's going to call it an incomplete pass. The ball never got back to the line of scrimmage. So that's got to be... Intentional grounding. If he wasn't out of bounds. Well, they're going to say the ball got by the line of scrimmage. I don't know where in the world the line of scrimmage was in their minds, but he was two yards shy of it. When he threw that ball, just threw it sidearm. He was nowhere near the line of scrimmage when he threw that ball away. But nonetheless, it's going to be fourth down 13, and Bonamini's going to punt the football away and dropping back again to return it is Speakman leading 7 nothing. Good snap. Bonamini's going to get the punt away. It's a high spiral. Speakman's going to take it in at his 24-yard line, right up the middle to the 30. Cuts to the near side to the 35, and he'll be wrapped up and brought down at the 35-yard line. 7.32 to go in the first quarter. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 7, Franklin nothing. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. 
First and ten for the Lions at their own 35-yard line. They hand it off to Williamson right up the middle, and he'll take it out to the 34 for a 39, I should say, for a four-yard gain. Brings up second down and about six yards to go for the Lions. Ball just shy of the 39-yard line. Tomlin in the pistol. Lions first possession. They had to punt the football away. But then the big interception by Tavon Robertson has given the Lions their touchdown lead. Tomlin looks at the play clock down to 10. And now he'll take the snap from Tep. Hands it off up the middle to Williamson. And Williamson across the 40, out to the 45. He's got a first down on a gain of six yards on the carry. Lions, boy, are able to run the football right now, but they've been running it between the tackles with Williamson. And that offensive line has been able to open up some holes. And the officials, with an injured player on the field for Franklin, have called a timeout, but he's already up and getting off the field. That's Tyler Reed, 6'3", 300-pounder, senior. So it was a short injury timeout. He's off the field. First and ten for the Lions. At their own 45-yard line. Now in the backfield is Glines. We haven't seen this set up. Now Glines moves out of the backfield in motion to the far side. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. Handoff to a fake handoff. And Tomlin throws it over the middle. Incomplete. Went right off the chest pads of Murphy. Murphy just looked upfield. He was wide open. Just bounced off his shoulder pads. And now the Lions are going to have to send Jaron Tunstall out of the ballgame because he lost his helmet. You know what I've said about that several times? Trips out to the right side. Empty backfield. Tomlin drops back on second and ten. Throws it out into the flat and it is complete. Out on the right-hand side to Trayon Taylor. Taylor picks up five out to midfield. And it'll bring up third down and five yards to go for the Lions. Now Williamson and Paul Miner are coming back into the ballgame. Murphy and Taylor will leave. Cooper Earls is out wide to the right-hand side. Devin Bradley getting a lot of playing time today with Chase Pankey out. Glines is going to line up slot left. Lions on third and five right at midfield. Tomlin out of the pistol. He's got Williamson to the right of him. Press coverage now put on by Franklin, especially on Earls out at the top. Tomlin looking things over now. With five and a half left to go, drops back. Heavy rush. He steps up in front of the pocket. He's going to be hit, and he can't get away from the oncoming blitzer. Brace Hale. Hale came in from his linebacker position, and he got a handful of jersey of Tomlin and brought him down on the blitz. So that's a loss of 10 on the play to Tomlin. First sack of the day for the Grizzly. So the Lions will have to punt the football away and Porter is in to do just that with five minutes left to go in this first quarter to play. Good snap. Porter gets a high spiral. That is a boomer. And it's going to hit inside the 10 again. Be knocked down at the three-yard line. That's a 53-yard punt by Porter. He's got a 54-yarder and a 53-yarder here today. Boy, if there's any NFL scouts out there listening, you got to come down here and take a look at this kid. With any coaching, he could really be an NFL punter. 
So the Grizzly for the second consecutive possession will have the ball inside their own five-yard line, this time at the three. The last time it was at the one. Braden Smith leads them up to the line of scrimmage. They send Fleet and Bonamini out to the right side. Now in motion is Sitterwitz, and the handoff goes to Earl. Earl around the left-hand side. Struggles to get out to the four. They may mark him just shy of the five. And that's what they'll do, just shy of the five-yard line. Gain of about two yards, we'll say. Now Grundon, who was in on that play, will leave. Fleet will come out to the right-hand side with Bonamini. And going out wide to the left-hand side is Riker Stout. Smith gets the handoff to Earl. Earl around the left-hand side, spins around the five, and it'll be dropped right there. It'll be dropped right at the five-yard line. Looked like Logan Bright was the man that got his hands on Earl and stopped him right there. Otherwise, Earl may have picked up another three or four yards. But he wouldn't let go of his jersey either. And it brings up third down, seven yards to go for the Franklin Grizzly. Smith at his own goal line out of the pistol formation. Earl right behind him. Fleet and Bonamini, you've got to keep an eye on those two. They're out to the near side. On third and seven, Smith drops back into the end zone. Rolls out to the right now. He's got a lot of room. Looks upfield. He's going to throw it up to Bonamini, and it is incomplete. He was out of bounds. They're going to say he was in. Oh, my goodness gracious. He was a yard out of bounds when he caught the football, and the side judge came up and said he was in. He got one foot down. How he, If you had replay, that thing would be overturned quickly. And Franklin right away is going to go right up to the line of scrimmage. That is an unbelievable call by that side judge. There was no way Bonamini was in. Dropping back Smith on first and ten from the 40. Throws it over the middle to Fleet. Bonamini, excuse me. And Bonamini is going to be hit across the 45 out to the 47-yard line. Gain of seven. Boy, that is just an unbelievably bad call. Second down, two yards to go. Smith out of the pistol with Earl right behind him. Going to hand it off to Earl. Off left tackle. He's going to get the first down across midfield to the 49-yard line. Gain of three on the play, and it'll be a first down for the Grizz. At the 49 of Mount St. Joseph with 2.32 remaining to go in this first quarter. Mount St. Joseph up 7-0 thanks to the interception by Tavon Robertson from 8 yards out. Receivers out wide on both sides. Trips to the near side. Smith's going to drop back. He's going to throw the screen over the middle. And it is complete to Bonamini. And he's dropped right away right at midfield. Bonamini had nowhere to go. Logan Bright just brought him right down. Corey Harden was there, too. But the Lions, earlier in the season, you recall we talked about they were having problems with their tackling. They have really improved it over the last few weeks. Second down, 12 yards to go after a two-yard loss. Press coverage by the Lions. Trips out to the near side. Smith, handoff. No, fake handoff. Smith's going to run the option to the right-hand side. He breaks a tackle, spins inside the 45, down to the 43-yard line. That'll be a gain of six on the carry for Smith. We're under a minute and a half to go in this first quarter. And the Grizzlies have a third down and four 
yard to go situation. No scores so far out of the Heartland Conference. We'll try to bring some to you at the beginning of the second quarter. Third down four from the 42 of Mount St. Joseph. Smith throws it out in the flat, complete to Earl. Earl has got it across the 40, and he's going to be spotted out of bounds at the 36-yard line. He's got the first down after a gain of seven on that completion, and the clock stops with a minute nine, and now it restarts. Bluffton on top of Manchester in the first quarter, 7-0, and Hanover the same over Defiance, 7-0. Anderson is at Earlham tonight at 7. That's the scores around the Heartland Conference. First down, 10 for Franklin. Third on first down, ball at the 36-yard line of Mount St. Joseph. Smith with Earl right behind him out of the pistol. Smith drops back, looks upfield. He's got a receiver, and it is complete on the play at the 25-yard line and stacked up and brought down at the 23 is that's Riker Stout. Stout with the catch. He's playing a lot more than we were told he was going to, and Stout will go out wide to the left. Sitterwitz is slot left. you got Bonamini and Fleet. Now Bonamini moves in motion to the far side. First and ten from the 23. Sets up a screen to Earl. Earl is going to be knocked out of bounds at the 22-yard line by Troy Speakman. Gain of about a half yard on the play. Brings up second down and call it a long nine yards to go. Across the top 25, Vandy still on top of Florida, 21-13, and Ohio State beginning of the third quarter. Leads Minnesota 17-14, and that's the end of the first quarter of play here from Schuler Field. And it's what we expected, a dogfight at the end of one, Mount St. Joseph 7 and Franklin, nothing. Fifteen grand. Yes, fifteen thousand dollars. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Sweeney Ram Tri County. During Ram Power Days, you'll save up to fifteen grand on new Ram trucks. Only at Jake Sweeney Ram Tri County. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays, where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. A ways back, Buddy LaRosa had a problem. He couldn't find tomatoes sweet enough for his family recipe pizza sauce. No tomatoes, no sauce. No sauce? Are you kidding? So, Buddy trekked to California and tasted tomatoes until he struck red gold. Bingo! Dad really went the extra mile to save our sauce. Try 3,000. A lot's changed, but going to great lengths for our 40 menu items? That never will. Good is never good enough. That's what makes us LaRosa's. Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111. Franklin switches ends of the field. They're going from right to left across your computer screen. Dave Mitchell back here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Franklin, second down 10 from the Mount St. Joseph 22. Handoff to Earl. Earl, behind right tackle, breaks into the clear. He's got it across the 15. Inside the 15, he's near a first down marker near the 12-yard line. And they're going to give him the first down. Gain of 10 on the play to Jacob Earl. Hannah. Came up with the tackle on the play. First down 10 for the Grizz at the Mount St. Joseph 12-yard line. We have just begun the second quarter of play. Lions up 7-0. 
Handoff to Earl. Earl switches it out to the right-hand side to the five. He's going to dive to the pylon, and they're going to say he hit the pylon for the score. Boy, a couple of key officiating decisions on that drive by the Grizzlies, and they have pulled within one at seven to six. And they will come in and attempt the extra point. Carter Brown, the place kicker, a freshman out of Newcastle, Indiana. He'll come in. He's a right footer. And he will attempt the extra point to tie this thing up. Brown, sidewinder, as all kickers are anymore. Low snap, but they get it down. Kick is up. And it's good. So we're tied. 14-18 to go in this first half. Your score now from Schuler Field. It is Mount St. Joseph 7, Franklin 7. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. So Franklin comes back, and they tie the ball game up at 7-7. Troy Speakman and A.J. Glines is going to drop back to return this kickoff by the Grizzly. Lions have really not been able to move the football offensively through the air in this game, but offensively on the ground, Williamson's done a nice job. Let's see what they can do here on this possession. And the kick is going to be made by Jake Campbell. Campbell for Franklin has a low short kick that will be taken in by Speakman at the 12. He dropped it, picked it up at the 15, right in the middle to the 20, to the 25, and he's out to the 28-yard line. So a 16-yard return. By Troy Speakman, gives the Lions the football with 14-11 to go in the first half. At their own 27-yard line. Williamson comes out. He'll line up to the right of Tomlin on this possession. Receivers out wide on both sides. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. As Tomlin looks it over, and now they're going to switch footballs as the officials take a time out here to do that. Williamson, 18 yards on four carries so far in the ball game. First down, 10 for the Lions. They're going from left to right. Tomlin now looks out to the right-hand side. He's got Earls and Glines on the right. Murphy out to the left, handoff to Williamson, off left tackle, takes it out to the 30, spins forward out across the 33 to the 34-yard line. Another nice run by Michael Williamson. He has been one hot running back over the last three ball games. 116 yards two weeks ago, 134 yards last week, and today he's on his way. That's a gain of six, brings up second down four from the 34-yard line. Trips out to the near side now for the Lions. Devin Bradley out to the far side. Tomlin, handoff to Williamson again, right up the middle, across the 35 to the 36-yard line for a gain of two. And the Lions, that front line of the Lions is doing an outstanding job so far. Led by Cole Tepp and Brad Murphy. 
the two senior captains along that front line. Third down and call it a yard and a half. Lions need to get the ball out to about the 38 and a half yard line. Trips out to the near side, same formation. Bradley out wide to the left-hand side. Tomlin with Williamson right behind him. Hand off to Williamson again up the middle. First down out to the 40-yard line. Three-yard gain for Michael. 12.55 to go, and the Lions have found a crease between the tackles that they could do some damage against this Grizzly defense. Murphy and Bradley are out wide to the left. Glines and Cooper Earls out wide to the right. Panky not playing today, and Grayson Roberts is out for the season. Tomlin looks over to the sideline, gets the play call. He has Williamson to his left on first and ten from the 40 in their own territory. Tomlin takes the snap, looks to the right, now looks to the left, now over the middle, incomplete. Bradley had it right in his belly button and dropped it. That's two passes right now that Tomlin has put on the money that the receivers that need to come up and play big in the loss of Roberts and Panky have not been able to come down with. Paul Miner back into the ballgame. He'll line up tight end left. He's tight end right, excuse me. He's been looking forward to this ballgame, transferring here from Franklin a year ago. Second down, 10 from the 44, the mount. Tomlin with Williamson to his left. Receivers out wide. Snap comes to Tomlin. Drops straight back. Throw over the middle. Complete this time. It goes to Murphy. Murphy to the 50. Inside Franklin territory. Down to the 46-yard line. That's a gain of 12 and a first down for the Lions in Franklin territory. The Lions have found the middle being very, very spacious for them, both on the run and the pass against this Franklin defense. Under 12 minutes to go in the first half. Halftime, we'll preview the Wisconsin-Michigan game coming up tonight. Williamson on the right of Tomlin. Receivers out wide. Trips on the far side. Tomey is out here to the near side. That's Cooper Earls, excuse me. Tomlin's going to run out of the pocket. He's going to throw the ball against his body. Complete to Earls at the 31-yard line. That's a gain of 14 on that reception, and the Lions have another first down. They'll set up shop inside Franklin territory. Well, they're going to spot him at the 32. He was down at the 31, but evidently the official lost a yard on the way from the sideline to the hash mark. 11.20 to go. First and 10 for the Lions at the 32 of Franklin. Moving in motion to the far side will be Cooper Earls, putting trips on the far side. And they're going to throw it out to Earls on the left side. The 30-yard line, and he's going to be dropped down at the 25. Seven-yard completion, and now Tomlin getting into a rhythm. Murphy back into the ball game along with Tunstall. Williamson is going to leave, and so is Paul Miner. That's going to present an empty backfield shotgun formation for the Lions now. Trips to the near side, two receivers out far to the left. Ball on the far hash mark. We're tied at seven. Franklin showing blitz on the play, and Tomlin read it, and he'll take the snap, and here they come. Tomlin steps up into the pocket, and he's going to be hit and dropped behind the line at about the 27-yard line for a loss of about a yard. Tomlin couldn't find anybody open over the middle. Brings up third down and six yards to go for a Lion first down, and now Tunstall will leave. Williamson is back in. 
Murphy and Earls are out to the near side. Now Murphy turns around and goes out to the top side along with Bradley and Glines will line up slot right. Ball on the far hash mark. Ten minutes exactly to go in the first half. We're tied at seven. Tomlin on third and six from the Franklin 27-yard line. He'll take the snap. Drop back. Here comes Franklin. Now Tomlin is going to roll out of the pocket. He's going to pick up the first down as he ran up the left side inside the 25 and ran out of bounds at the 21-yard line. First and 10 for the Lions. Great decision by Tomlin. So a big first down for the Lions. Into the contest now, Dayton Hunt. We haven't seen him in a long time. Freshman, 180, 6'1". He comes out wide to the left-hand side, and Devin Bradley comes off the field. Tight formation now for the Lions. They've got two receivers out wide on each side, but they're in close. And Williamson to the left of Tomlin almost looks like a running formation. Tomlin takes the snap, but they're going to throw. Drops straight back, looks over the middle, complete to Williamson at the 20, dives forward after he gets hit, and brought down at the 16-yard line. Six-yard gain. It's just dink and dunk for the Lions right now. And it'll be second down and four yards to go. At the Franklin, 16-yard line. 8.50 and running. We are tied up at seven. Tomlin, just very methodical in what he wants to do offensively. Now he looks over to Caleb Carell and says, can we do this? Carell says, go for it. Tomlin turns around, gives the play call to Michael Williamson to the right behind him. They're going to hand it off to Michael right up the middle to the 15. Cuts it to the left side to the 12. He has got four yards on that carry, and I think he's got a first down. He does. It'll be first and 10 at the 11 of Franklin. This is just a very methodical drive by the Lions. They have done a great job of mixing up the run with the pass. Receivers out wide on both sides for Mount St. Joseph. Hunt out wide left, line slot left. It is Murphy slot right and Earls is wide right. Williamson to the right of Chayton Tomlin, the quarterback. Looks things over, play clock down to five and Chayton now will take the snap. He drops straight back, looks into the end zone, throws it over the middle, complete to Williamson. Williamson backpedaled on a cut and dove down to the six-yard line. That'll be a gain of about three on that completion. And that'll make it four. It brings up second down, six yards to go. Now Hunt leaves the ball game, and Paul Miner is back in. He'll go tight end left, and the Lions will put trips out to the near side. Williamson right behind Tomlin in the formation. Glines, Murphy, and Earls in that order out to the near side. Williamson just to the right of Tomlin as Tomlin again play clock down to eight. He's audibleizing at the line of scrimmage. Play clock down to two and now he'll take the snap. Hand off up the middle to Williamson. He's going to take it down to about the five yard line. 6.58 to go in this first half. Boy, it has been a fast-moving half. And it'll bring up third down and a long five yards to go. Devin Bradley in now for Paul Miner. So it's third down five for the Lions at the six of Franklin. Williamson to the left of Tomlin. Receivers out wide on both sides. Glein in the slot on the left-hand side. Tomlin again. Now he'll shift Williamson from the left to the right of him. 
And Tomlin, again, is going to audibleize at the line. Play clock down to seven. Boy, he is doing a lot of hand gyrations. Clock down to two, takes the snap. Looks up the middle, steps up, throws it into the end zone, and almost intercepted. Almost picked off by Evan Stambaugh in the back end of the end zone. And the Lions now on fourth down and five from the six-yard line. We'll go ahead and bring in Jerry Porter to attempt the field goal. Porter has not been very successful on field goal attempts this year, as I'm told to shut up about that by the crowd in front of me. 6.15 to go, and Porter, the ball will be spotted at the 13, so it'll be a 23-yard attempt. Good snap. Kick is up, and it is drilled right through. 6.11 left to go in this first half, and the Lions have retaken the lead. It's now Mount St. Joseph 10, Franklin 7. This is why we love sports. It's in the way they play, free from the pressures and all the money talk. Playing for simply the love of the game, where everyone has a shot at their definition of success on and off the field. This is what we love about sports and what we can still love about college sports. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Well, after that 23-yard field goal, Jerry Porter will kick it off from left to right, and it will be taken in at the three-yard line by Sidowitz. And he's going to take it right up the middle across the 15 to the 20 and out to the 24-yard line, so a 22-yard return on the kickup. Joining us now, Sports Information Director Blake Watson. And, Blake, right now the Lions have a 10-7 lead. Your thoughts? Uh, this was not the football game that many people were expecting so far. Uh, Franklin started to establish a little bit on offense that last drive of theirs. The Lions offense is running the ball really well. I'm surprised we're not throwing it a little more. Um, I think Chayton's completed, what, one or two passes at this point? Um, and that's just not what I expected or, my guess, anyone expected. Receivers out wide on both sides. We'll get back to you here in a second. Smith with Earl right behind him. And the handoff goes to Earl right up the middle. He'll take it across the 25, spins forward, and out near the 29-yard line for a gain of six on the carry. Uh, I was saying, I thought the the Lions offensively had found something soft over the middle, especially with the run and the pass. I think they planned on finding that the whole time. It's just they haven't been able to exploit it other than with the run so far. Second down four, Smith hands it off to Earl. Earl breaks it off right tackle, and he's out near the 35-yard line for a gain of five and a first down for the Grizz at their own 35. 2-D lineman had a shot at him in the hole there, Dave, and he broke through the arm tackles and carried it for a first down. Earl's a pretty good back. Yeah, he is. Smith, the 6-6 quarterback, turns around and talks to Earl. They've got receivers split on both sides at the 35-yard line, first and 10, 5.16 left to go in the half. 
Fake handoff, Smith drops straight back, throws it over the middle, and it is complete on a nice comeback route by Fleet. He coughed up the football, but they'll say he was down, and I think he was down. On that last touchdown drive, Blake, they had a key reception to Bonamini up the right-hand side. I felt like he was out of bounds. I was on the field at that point, Dave. Um, he was out of bounds. His shoulder hit down out before any other part of his body came down in bounds. Uh, I mean, but it happens. You miss calls. It is what it is. Got to keep moving. Earl takes it on second down one, and he didn't pick up the first down from the 43. He got out to the 44-yard line, and they're going to be shy of the first down by about a half a yard. It's a big play here. Uh, Lions can get the ball back with a chance to score late in the first half. Uh, be huge to get a stop here. Smith sends receivers out wide on both sides. He's got Earl behind him on third down and less than a yard from their own 44. Hand off to Earl. Earl is going to get the first down across the 45 out near the 49-yard line. Gain of four and a first down for the Grizz. Seems like both teams are calling this game that they're afraid of the other team's offense. Both teams are trying to run the ball and salt this clock away. I thought this was going to end up pushing a five-hour game. We're going to have a bunch of 60 passes and... It just isn't what I expected at all. I think, Yeah, and this second quarter has just flown by. There's only four minutes left in it. Smith drops straight back, looks upfield. He's going to throw the ball up the left side. He's got a receiver wide open. It is complete. That's Sitterwitz. He's got it across the 30 and inside the 30, down near the 26-yard line. He was wide open, Dave. That was a busted coverage there. Um, Troy Speakman carried his guy inside. Nobody was there outside of him to help. He probably supposed to stay home in the zone there. So it's first down for the Grizz at the 26-yard line of Mount St. Joseph. Smith, handoff to Earl. Earl off right side. He's going to be hit behind the line and dropped by Julius Fisher. Back to the 26-yard line, a loss of two. That's a big, big stop there for Julius Fisher. Put him behind schedule here. Um, put Franklin in a position they don't want to be in. we got to see here if the Lions can continue what they've done all year with this bend but don't break defense. So... Well, they're going to say he got no gain. I thought he lost at least a yard on that play, but nonetheless, ball back at the 26-yard line, second down and 10. Smith puts Stark in motion. Now he'll drop straight back. Looks over the middle. It is complete, and that is complete to Fleet. Fleet is going to be dropped right away at the 24-yard line again by Julius Fisher. Julius Fisher's having a heck of a ball game so far. Those, Those crossing routes are really tough to cover for linebackers, and our guys are doing a pretty good job of it so far. Third down, eight yards to go. You're going to like this at halftime. We've got a preview of the Wisconsin-Michigan game. You mean the Michigan game. Wisconsin's not playing tonight. (laughs) Third down, eight yards to go. I can't believe Michigan's eight-point favorites in that game. Smith on third and eight with Earl behind him. Earl, they're going to throw it up the right-hand side, and it is going to be caught by Fleet. Did they catch it? And they're going to say he did. That's the same thing. They're going to... There's Inside the 10 at the 9. That's a really good throw, first off. No, not taking any away, away from Braden Smith. Yeah. That's a good throw. And if he made the catch, it's a great catch. From this angle, there does not look like a chance in heck he could have got a toe down. So it'll be first and goal. Inside the 10 at the 9 of Mount St. Joseph for Franklin. Smith on first and goal. Hand off to Earl. Touchdown. Earl cuts it out to the right-hand side. Takes it down to the 2. He's gang-tackled, and he'll be down at the 1. Gain of eight on the carry, and it'll bring up second down goal with a minute 45 to go in the half. Uh, you know, Dave, the Lions are going to have to open it up on the offensive side of the ball. Franklin, as you can see, is really starting to get rolling here. Um, and uh, 
they're going to have to try to find a way to keep pace. And Franklin's going to salt this clock away and try to put this in with zeros on the clock. Good thing is the Lions get the ball coming out of the second half. Yeah. That's the first huddle for Franklin in the game. They're taking plenty of time. Eight seconds on the play clock, and they just now break the huddle with a minute 18 to go on the game clock. They got their jumbo package in as well. And the quarterback, Touchdown. Smith, is just going to take it up over the top on the quarterback sneak, and he takes it in for the score. It helps to be 6'6 six, six and 230 pounds. They may have left too much time on the clock, though. There's a minute 11. Well, traditionally with our Lions offense, we would think that, but the way they're playing today, just the, the scheme, I don't know that we're set up with the play calling today to, to score quickly. We'll see. So coming in to attempt the extra point will be Carter Brown. Brown will try to put Franklin up by four. They lead it now 13-10. to 10. Snap is good. Hold is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. So there's 111 left to go in this first half. Your score from Schuler Field. It is Franklin now 14. Mount St. Joseph 10. Need dinner quick for you and the kids? Hit Facebook right now and order from FNN Good Chicken Tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road. Feed the kids, the family. Order a combo for yourself. Eat garden style or feed the peeps. Let the guys at FNN Good Chicken Tenders cater your next get-together and everyone will thank you. Hand-breaded chicken tenders, homemade sauces, and coleslaw to die for. It's all at FNN Good Chicken Tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order now at 451-3000. FNN Good Chicken Tenders. Real chicken, real fast, real good. 169. Yes, 169. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri County. During Jeep Adventure Days, lease the all new Cherokee Latitude for only 169 a month. Only at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri County. Well, it's turned out to be a very pleasant afternoon here in Cincinnati where the sunshine has come out. Still some clouds in the sky around 45 degrees today, but the game has been just as good as the weather. It's 1410 Franklin. And kicking it off will be Jake Campbell. It'll be taken in with a minute 10 to go in the first half by Speakman. Speakman up the far side to the 20. To the 25, he's going to be brought down at the 26, and it'll be a face mask penalty called against Franklin, and that will give the Lions another 15 yards, and they've got three timeouts left to go. We talked with Blake a little bit ago before the break that they may have left the Lions too much time. I think the Lions are going to come out here and go for broke with three timeouts, and it'll be a first personal foul face mask. So they had the ball spotted at the 26. It'll take it out to the 41. 104 remaining to go in the half. Mark Roberts will take a look at the Wisconsin-Michigan game tonight. Should be a very good ball game in the Big Ten. Here come the Lions. First and 10 from their own 42-yard line. 104 remaining and three timeouts. Trips out to the near side. Taylor, Glines, and Earls dropping back. They're going to throw it out to Taylor. Taylor complete at the 40. He's going to be spun out of a tackle and takes it out of bounds at the 42. Boy, he got hit way out of bounds. You can hear the crowd. He really got hit. Tyler Hopperton is hopping mad right now. Should have been a late hit out of bounds. I'm not sure what this officiating crew has been doing out there today, but it is not one of the better ones that we've seen this year. Gain of just a yard on the play. Empty backfield now. Shotgun formation. Trips out to the far side for the Lions. 
And Tomlin will take the snap. He's going to throw it out to Glines. Glines at the 45. He'll get out of bounds at the 47-yard line. And that'll bring up third down five yards to go for the Lions. Clock at 51.9 seconds to go. Franklin has taken the first lead of their ball game here today, 14-10. to 10. But the Lions, with the ball right now at the end of the half, will get the ball to start the second half. Bradley out wide left. They've got trips in an empty backfield. Out of the shotgun. Tomlin looks back on third and five. Throws it out to the right side. Complete the glines, and he steps out of bounds. In Franklin territory at the 46-yard line. Seven yards on the completion and a first down. Not only did he know where the sticks were, but he knew to get out of bounds and stop the clock. Ball at the 46 of Franklin. 48 seconds to go in this first half. Same formation. Trips out to the far side. Ball on the near hash mark. Receivers out wide to this side with Glines and Earls. Tomlin will take the snap. Looks out to the left. Good protection. Throws it over the middle. Complete to Murphy at the 34. 12 yards on the completion and a first down. And the clock stops on the first down, and the Lions are going to use one of their three timeouts. 42.6 left to go in this first half. It's Franklin 14, Mount St. Joseph 10. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Two timeouts left for the Mount St. Joseph Lions on this drive with 42.6 seconds to go. They have managed to move. Almost 25 yards in a span of about 25 seconds. That's their first time out. Two remaining. The Lions come out. They'll send Murphy and Bradley out wide to the left-hand side. Earls, Glines, and Taylor are the trips out of the near side. Ball in the far hash mark. Dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin throws it up the left side, and he has got a receiver. That's Panky. Panky's in the ball game. It looked like Bradley out wide left, but Panky somehow snuck into the ball game. We didn't expect him to play. It was incomplete. And Panky's going to stay in the ball game. So he'll stay in. He's out wide left. Murphy out slot left. Trips to the near side. Second down, 10 yards to go from the Franklin 34. Tomlin will take the snap with 38 and a half left to go. Throws it over the middle, and it is intercepted. Went right through the hands of Murphy and into the hands of Austin Fleming. Picked up the interception and Franklin stymies the Lions drive here at the end of the first half. And they've got the football back with 32.9 seconds to go. Boy, went right through Murphy's hands and into the hands of Franklin. So... Ball at the 29-yard line of the Lions, or of Franklin, and they'll take it over. And let's see if they decide they're going to do something here at the end of the half or if they're just going to run out the clock. They have got three timeouts left. 
probably all depends upon this first down play. They've got Earl to the left of Smith. Receivers out wide on both sides. Parrish tight end left, handoff to Earl, comes around on the reverse, it's the flea flicker, back to Smith, he'll throw it out to the right side, tried to get it back to the running back Earl, and it was incomplete, bounced it on the ground. So they tried some razzle-dazzle and couldn't get anything out of it. Brings up second down, 10 yards to go, with 26.1 seconds left in this first half of action. Sutterwitz comes out to the left-hand side, along with Stout. Going out wide right, Bonamini and Fleet. Lions have really done a good job of keeping those two contained, at least throughout the first half. Lions showing blitz, handoff to Earl. Earl right up the middle across the 30, and he'll be brought down at the 35-yard line. That'll be a gain of six. And the clock continues to run. Franklin seems content to let it run, and that'll probably do it for the end of the first half, although they're right on the ball looking over to the sideline, and... They're just going to let the clock run out. Five seconds to go in the half. It has not been what we expected. We thought it would be a high-flying affair, like Blake Watson said, maybe a five-hour game. But we've played one hour, 30 minutes of football, and it is a close game and a low-scoring game. Your score here at halftime, it is Franklin 14 Mount St. Joseph 10. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with a preview of tonight's game between Wisconsin and Michigan and also in the SEC between Missouri and Alabama. And then we'll come back with the stats and everything else here in this afternoon's ball game. Your score at the half, it is Franklin 14, Mount St. Joseph 10. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Sport is the common denominator in the world. If there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond. With the country struggling with race, we believe it's time for the sports industry to come together and really unite the nation. We want for the speaker take the pledge and we'll rise up against racism. And we'll rise up. I pledge. I pledge to treat everyone with respect. Respect and dignity. I will not tolerate discrimination or harassment of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up whenever I know discrimination is happening. And I will stand up. Get up. For victims. Take the pledge at risetowin.org. This Mount St. Joseph football broadcast is made possible by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron sharpens iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road. And Ascent Safety Solutions. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. 
I learned a lot of valuable lessons playing college football. I never thought about the health benefits of exercise until I actually started to talk to coaches in college. It's not only just for performance, it's for life. My coaches instilled the importance of well-being, not only building up strength, mental health, getting enough sleep, eating properly is all what it is to be healthy. I decided that I want to go into personal trainer and share my knowledge that I obtained in college about physical and mental well-being. Dave Mitchell back of Schuler Field this afternoon at halftime of the Franklin Mount St. Joseph football game. A couple of dark horse college football games in the top 25 going on tonight on your television set. First up in the Big Ten, Wisconsin is going to be playing at Michigan. Always a good game. And here to preview tonight's contest is Mark Roberts. Will the legitimate playoff contender please stand up? Mark Rogers previews a week seven in college football and a huge one in the Big Ten. Wisconsin traveling to the big house to take on Michigan. The Badgers are four and one, two and oh in the Big Ten. Michigan at five and one, three and oh in the Big Dime. And of course, uh, these two teams have had their tests previously and failed. For Michigan, it was the big opener in South Bend losing 24 to 17, a game in which they had a chance to tie the game on the last possession, but were outplayed most of the game. For Wisconsin, this should be their biggest test and first test of the season for the most part, but they lost to BYU unexpectedly as a 23-point favorite, and that kind of knocked back uh, the Badgers' chances of making the college football playoffs. They really need to prove themselves against the best teams in the Big Ten. They will play Penn State in Happy Valley a little bit later. They did defeat Iowa, that being the big game in the Big Ten Western Division in a narrow win at Kinnick Stadium. All right, on the Michigan side, the offense is different this year. Shea Patterson in play is almost a 69% passer, a huge, huge separation from Brandon Peters and his production last year as Shea Patterson has already thrown 10 touchdown passes. Michigan only threw nine all of 2017. Shea Patterson with three interceptions. Now, the production in terms of points is spotty, though. Against the better teams, it's not been there. They only scored 17 points in that loss to Notre Dame and only 22 weeks ago at Northwestern against the Wildcats defense. That's really good, but not elite good, not ultra-talented. So Michigan uh, basically with their best offensive game this past weekend against the Maryland Terps, uh, scoring 42 points and running up 465 yards of total offense. Karan Higdon has notched four consecutive 100-yard games. He's carrying the load these days because Chris Evans, uh, the guy that he shared the load with last year, as Evans scored seven touchdowns rushing last year, uh, Evans has been out for the past three weeks, so it's been all Karan Higdon in the running game. The receiving core that gained much acclaim in the recruiting rankings the past few years is starting to come of age. Donovan Peoples-Jones is the uh, cream of the crop, the number one target with five touchdown receptions. Tight end Zach Gentry, he's been a mainstay, and of course Jim Harbaugh, Loves his tight ends, playing prominent roles in the passing game in his offense. Gentry with the 20 receptions this year. The Michigan defense, well, we talk about is Michigan elite? Do they have the potential to be elite? Well, the defense is elite, period. Rashawn Gary, though, an elite defensive tackle, one of the very best in college football. Out against Maryland, questionable against Wisconsin, and, of course, with Jonathan Taylor coming right at the Michigan defense. This is critical that Gary plays in this game, you would think. This defense ranks number one in the nation, giving up just 231 yards per game and uh, just 10 points per game. That's in the top 10 in the nation 
as well, actually at 15.8. That's number 10 in all of college football. Studs all over the place. Chase Winovich uh, plays like his hair's on fire. He's got nine tackles for loss and three sacks. He's an All-America player. Devin Bush, an exceptional linebacker. Kalik Hudson, if you watch Michigan play, you see these guys all over the field. They will be playing on Sundays. Josh Metellus is one of the best safeties in the Big Ten with two interceptions. The Wisconsin side, the offense, the playmakers look much like they did in 2017. And one of the big reasons why Wisconsin was chosen as the owners of the Western Division to probably own this division, unlike any other team in college football over the last several seasons. Alex Hornibrook is up to a 64% thrower, seven touchdowns, two interceptions at this point. Of course, Jonathan Taylor, much hyped for the Heisman Trophy, had the letdown game against BYU. Otherwise, he's been his usual self, averaging 6.7 yards per carry, eight touchdowns. He did rush for 132 against this Michigan defense last year. A game that was tight at half. Hornybrook led two touchdown drives in the third quarter that separated the two teams. Badgers won in Madison 24-10. A.J. Taylor getting most of the big play uh, targets at wide receiver for Wisconsin. He's averaging almost 20 yards per catch and 18 receptions. Uh, Wisconsin just throws it 22 times per game, and so that's the formula, and they would like to do that against Michigan, but that might be a difficult task against this defense. Jake Ferguson, a first-year tight end, and Wisconsin just turns out uh, exceptional tight ends, and Ferguson the next in line, even though the starter got hurt a couple weeks ago. Ferguson has 16 catches and two touchdowns. All right, Wisconsin has been better on defense in previous years. They've been more talented They've been a top-five defense in the nation statistically for uh, the better part of the last five or six years. Now, this year, they just gave up 518 yards to Nebraska last week. They kept the points down at 24, but they gave up big yardage to Nebraska and in a few other games. The Badgers are only 41st in total defense, but they're limiting teams in the red zone, as they typically do, with the great fundamentals and technique uh, 12th in giving up points in the nation. Ryan Conley, T.J. Edwards, we've seen these guys play the last few years. They're among the best in the nation. Dakota Dixon is the latest casualty in the secondary. It's a very beat-up Badgers secondary. Dakota Dixon went down against uh, uh, in the, the last game against Nebraska. He should be ready for Michigan. Um, that's what we're hearing right now. Each kicker is really good. They've each missed a field goal this year. But uh, for Rafael Gaglione, that was a huge one. That was the uh, what would have sent the game to overtime in Madison against BYU. He missed it. It was a pretty short field goal of about 35 yards. So Wisconsin did miss that one, or they would be undefeated in facing the Wolverines. All right, Michigan at home against Wisconsin. More versatile play out of the quarterback position in Shea Patterson. Stronger on defense. Rashawn Gary's absence could be key against that massive Wisconsin offensive line, and with Jonathan Taylor coming at uh, the Michigan defense. So that's key in terms of a prediction here, and we just don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, typically, a prediction doesn't rest on a defensive tackle, but Rashawn Gary, the number one player recruited to college football a few years ago, means that much to the Michigan defense. But I'm going to trust the defense. I'm going to trust Shea Patterson making plays in the passing game, unlike what we saw with Brandon Peters last year in Wisconsin trying to beat the Badgers. And Wisconsin's defense is not as good as it's been in recent years. Uh, but it's going to be a tight game in Michigan. So I like uh, Wisconsin 
uh, early to keep it close, but Michigan pulls away in the fourth quarter. Let's go Michigan 27, Wisconsin 17 in the big house. Another contest tonight coming out of the SEC has the Missouri Tigers traveling to Alabama to take on the number one ranked Crimson Tide. Christopher England from the Alabama Athletic Department previews tonight's game. Alabama's won three in a row against Missouri and lead the all-time series 3-2. to two. The last matchup was a 42-13 to 13 win for the Crimson Tide in the 2014 SEC Championship game. Although this will be the sixth matchup between the two teams, this is the first ever trip to Tuscaloosa for Mizzou. Missouri started the season off 3-0 with wins over UT Martin, Wyoming, and Purdue, but the Tigers have dropped two straight in SEC play. Missouri dropped a close 43-29 matchup to number two Georgia. In that contest against the Bulldogs, the Tigers committed turnovers on their first two drives of the game. On Mizzou's first drive, the Tigers fumbled, and the Bulldogs returned at 64 yards for the touchdown. Tyson Campbell on the fumble return all the way to the house. Wow. And just before the half, Georgia blocked a punt and returned it for a touchdown to go up 20-7. to Take away the blocked punt and the fumble return for a touchdown, and it's a very different game. Last week, it was a back-and-forth contest against South Carolina, trailing 34-32 to with 118 left in the game. Tucker McCann nailed a 57-yard field goal to put the Tigers ahead 35-34, to but the Gamecocks had a few heroics left as well. With two seconds left, Parker White hit the 33-yard game-winning field goal to give South Carolina the 37-35 win. Despite the 3-2 record, Missouri is just a couple of plays away from being 5-0. Well, they've lost two close games to, you know, two really good teams. So this is going to be by far the biggest challenge we've had all season long. Coach Saban isn't facing one of his assistants at head coach, but he is facing one in Missouri's offensive coordinator. Derek Dooley, the former head coach at Tennessee, was an assistant for Coach Saban for six seasons with LSU and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Derek Dooley. He's done a job with this offense. They were always explosive, but now they have great balance on offense. They're running the ball for over 200 yards a game, and one of the leading passing teams in the country. You know, Drew Locke is an outstanding quarterback. I think this is by far the best offensive team that we've played to this point. Missouri ranks third in the SEC in total offense at 530 yards per game. The Tigers like to throw it a lot. Quarterback Drew Locke has thrown 197 passes in his five games. That's 10 than anyone else. Locke has completed 118 of those passes and turned that into over 297 yards per ranking second in the SEC. The Alabama secondary will need to pay special attention to the SEC's leading receiver, Emmanuel Hall. Hall leads the conference, averaging over 107 yards receiving per game and is second in the conference just behind the Tides, Jerry at 20.9 yards per catch. The Tigers have been pretty good at running the ball as well, averaging over 211 yards per Per game against South Carolina, Demarie Crockett rushed for a season-high 154 yards and a touchdown, while Larry Roundtree added 90 yards and two scores as the Tigers ran for a season-high 286 yards. Missouri has been pretty good at stopping the run as well. The Tigers ranked 15th nationally and second in the SEC, allowing just 107.4 yards per game to the ground. Both Alabama and Missouri are in the top 10 in total offense in the country, and with both teams having dynamic players at quarterback, there should be a lot of hollow homecoming crowd and Bryant-Denny on Saturday night. Reporting from the Crimson Tide Production Studios here inside Bryant-Denny Stem, I'm Chris Ferland with Tide TV. We're at halftime of this afternoon's ball game between Franklin and Mount St. Joseph. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to take a look at the first half stat stories right after this timeout. 
What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To fur our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realized them. Fourteen ten, Franklin on top of the Mount St. Joseph Lions. We are at halftime of this afternoon's ball game, and it was an extremely fast-paced first half contest where the Lions got out on top early with 10:50 to go in the first quarter of play. Tavon Robertson intercepted a pass from Braden Smith, ran it in 10 yards for the touchdown, and the Lions were on top of it, seven to nothing. But then Franklin came back and tied things up. Early in the second quarter, with 14-18 left to go, Jacob Earls ran it in from 12 yards out. Carter Brown added the extra point. And the Lions and Grizzly were tied up at 7 apiece. Mount St. Joseph then regained the lead with 6-10 to go in the half when Jerry Porter kicked a 23-yard field goal, making it 10-7, the Lions. But then Franklin came right back, and with a minute 11 to go in the first half, Braden Smith. On a quarterback keeper, kept it in from one yards out. They added the extra point, and Franklin led it 14-10, to 10, which is exactly where we are at right now. And we'll take a look at the stats for this afternoon's ball game when we come back after this. In the game of life, it's not how far you can throw the ball. It's not how high you can fly. It's not how fast you can run. Or how many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Last a lifetime. Franklin has had 13 first downs in this first half. Mount St. Joseph only seven in the ball game. As far as penalty yardage is concerned, really nobody's had any penalties whatsoever in the contest. Matter of fact, 0-0 zero, zero in that. Third down efficiency, though, that is where Franklin is really making hay in this ballgame. They've completed 5 of 8 third downs for 63%, while the Lions just 3 of 7 for 43%. Neither team has gone for it on fourth down. As far as the time of possession in this ballgame, well, that's an interesting stat when you take a look at it because the Lions have had the football five minutes less than Franklin. 17.07 for Franklin, 12 minutes and 53 seconds for the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Chayton Tomlin, 10 of 16 passing for 62 yards. No touchdowns and an interception. Michael Williamson, nine rushes for 36 yards in the first half of play. Cooper Earls, Nick Murphy, A.J. Gwines, and Michael Williamson. How many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Last a lifetime. This Mount St. Joseph football broadcast is made possible by F and Good Chicken Tenders. Call now to order at 513-451-3000. 
the Mount St. Joseph University, JTAP Sports Bar, Jake Sweeney Auto, and La Rosa's Pizza on Rapid Run Road. Call 513-347-1111. Back here at Schuler Field as we are getting set to get the second half underway here in this ball game. It is 14 to 10. Franklin on top of Mount St. Joseph, and we had a little technical difficulties there, but we are back and appear to be okay now. Lions will be going from left to right across your computer screen to start this third quarter of action. What wind we've got, they'll be going into. Campbell will tee it up and kick it off for Franklin. It is a deep end-over-end kick that Speakman is going to take into the end zone, and he's just going to take a knee. And the Lions will get the football first and ten at their own 25-yard line to start out this contest in the second half. Down 14 to 10. Lions offense for the first time all year has been held without a touchdown over two consecutive quarters. And Franklin is the team that did it. Earls comes out wide to the right-hand side, trips out to the far left for the Lions. Tomlin has got Williamson in the backfield with it. Now turns and audibleizes at the line of scrimmage. Tomlin, let's see if the Lions offense can get going here. Hand off to Williamson right up the middle. He's going to take it across the 25 out to the 26-yard line. Michael Williamson for a yard gain on the play. Brings up second down, eight yards to go. Lions found some cushion underneath over the middle and against that Franklin defense in the first half of play. See if they've made any adjustments to try to increase what's happening over the middle. Tomlin on second down nine from the 26, rolls out to the right. He's got some room to run. He's going to run and takes it across the 30 and has run out of bounds near the 33-yard line. That'll be a gain of about seven on the play for Tomlin. Brings up a third down and two from their own 34-yard line. Tomlin again at the line of scrimmage. Looks at a third and two situation. He's got Williamson right behind him out of the pistol. Glines, Murphy, and Bradley are the trips out to the far side. Single receiver is Earls to the near side. Tomlin turns around and says something to Williamson. And now he'll take the snap from center on third and two. Hand off to Williamson right up the middle. He's going to take it across the 35 to the 40. 45 cuts to the left side to the 50. To the 45 in Franklin territory. And he's brought down at the 43-yard line. 24-yard scamper for the junior running back. And the Lions are in Franklin territory at the 43-yard line. Nice run by Williamson. He just... Saw a crease right there and then cut it back against the green. First and ten at the Franklin 43. Lions and Tomlin looking things over. Receivers out wide, same formation, just in a different direction. Dropping back is Tomlin. Tomlin's going to throw it over the middle. He's got lines completed to 25. Cuts it to the far side to the 20, to the 15, and run out of bounds at the 13-yard line. 30 yards on the completion to Glines, and yep, the Lions offense has figured something out. Ball at the 14-yard line. Bradley will come out of the ball game. Williamson 
will go to the left of Tomlin in the backfield. Again, trips to the near side. Single receiver out to the left-hand side. It looks like Panky out to the left-hand side now who's into the ball game. We didn't expect him to play, but he snuck in in the last series with that hammy. Dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin looking towards Panky. Now he's going to flip it over the middle, complete to Williamson at the 12, and dives forward after being hit and gets it to the 10. That's a four-yard gain, and it'll bring up second down, six yards to go for the Lions. Boy, it has turned out to be a really nice day here today on Delhi Avenue. Murphy comes out. Paul Miner's coming back into the ballgame now. He'll line up tight end right. Panky out wide left. Earls and Glines out to the right-hand side. Williamson lines up running back right of Tomlin with 12 minutes exactly to go in the third quarter. Lions down by four at 14-10. to 10. Tomlin will take the snap. Looks to Panky. Throws the fade in the left corner. Incomplete. Boy, it was right there. Maybe didn't put enough air underneath it, but Panky had it in his hands and just couldn't hang on. It'll bring up third down and six yards to go for the Lions. Now Panky is leaving the ball game and checking in. Tyler Hanna. Tyler Hanna just came in at wide receiver. This is something we haven't seen. Unless they've got a dual number 21, Hanna's in on the left-hand side at the receiver slot for Panky. Tomlin looking things over. Franklin's defense looks like, what is Hanna doing out here? Dropping back is Tomlin. Tomlin's going to throw it over the middle. Incomplete. Should have been a flag, but nothing was thrown. Glines got tied up with the outside linebacker. DeMonte Franklin, but no call. Now Hannah's going to come out, and Miner will check back in. Well, I'll tell you what, I sat down with Hannah for about 20 minutes on Friday, and if they had this planned all week, he did a great job of poker face because there was nothing that he said about this possibly happening. Now they will call the penalty. So a late flag, and it'll take it half the distance to the goal. First and goal for the Lions on a pass interference penalty against Franklin. So it'll put it right at the five. 11.47, Miner back in. Panky goes out wide to the left-hand side. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. Ball in the center of the field. Franklin setting up in a standard 4-3 defense. Now Tomlin will take the snap. He's going to look to Panky again. Throws it to the off the back shoulder. Does he have it? Bobbled it, and it hit the ground, and he couldn't come up with it. Boy, Tomlin threw that right on the back shoulder of Panky, put it right where it had to be, and Panky couldn't come in with it. So it'll bring up second a goal from the five of Franklin. Williamson and Tomlin look over to Caleb Carell, the offensive coordinator for the play. Panky out wide left. It is Earls and Glines slot right. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. Tomlin, hand off to Williamson. Cuts it off the right side to the five. Dives into the end zone. Touchdown! Lions regain the lead 16-14 on the five-yard TD run by Michael Williamson. Nice drive coming out of the locker room by the Lions. And they lead it now by two. 
at 16-14. Jerry Porter will come in to attempt the extra point with 11.37 to go in this third quarter. Good snap. Kick and snap. And it is good. 11.37 to go in the third. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 17, Franklin 14. Everyone loves pizza. But when people who love to serve their family recipes come together with people who really love to enjoy that's right. That's the recipe for happy. Now, it's hungry. The Rose's Family Pizzeria. The recipe for happy. Order the Rose's Pizza now at 347-1111. What a big drive by the Lions coming out of the locker room here in the second half. Took the opening kickoff. 75 yards down the field in 3 minutes and 23 seconds. The five-yard scamper by Michael Williamson has put the Lions on top. 17th team. That's the third team of the year by Williamson for the Lions. We'll kick it off. Back set to return. Bonamini. And also Peyton Healy. Porter will kick it off. It is a high-end short kick that will be taken in by Siddles. He's going to take it around the right-hand side to the 20, 25 up the far side. And he's going to be brought down near the 30-yard line after a 14-yard return. So Franklin will take it over, first and 10, from their own 30-yard line. And now they are down on the scoreboard for their first possession of the second half by 17-14. A few of the men's basketball team up here at halftime in the press box. They're starting practice tomorrow. Season underway. Of course, you'll hear every game here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Toby Kerrigan's crew be starting in tomorrow, but the regular season in about three weeks. Handoff to Earl around the right-hand side. Got a lot of green. Flag thrown in the middle of the line, though. It's going to be a hold called against Franklin. Earl picked up six yards on the carry out across the 35 to the 36, but it's going to be negated by the holding call. At least I think that's what it's called. That's normally you throw it right in the middle of the line. That's what it is. Personal foul. That's uh, a chop block against Franklin. That's a 15-yard penalty. So a chop block, basically what that is, is one man was engaging an offensive lineman up top and another offensive lineman came in and chop blocked the defensive lineman below the, below the waist. So the 15-yard penalty takes it all the way back to the 11. So Franklin... First down, now 25 yards to go. Earl behind Smith. They're going from right to left. Smith drops straight back. He's going to look over the middle. He's going to be hit behind the line and drop. Bright. Back to the third line. With that, of the afternoon for the Lions. Spencer Kandra also got a hand on him. Now the Lions will go with their nickel defense. Knowing that this is a passing situation, Peyton Williams comes back into the ball game. Also out, Gavin Edmondson at his linebacker spot. Troy Speakman drops back into a safety position. Smith on second down, 25, drops back, looks over the middle. Got to be chased out of the pocket, rolls out to the left. Still looking for time. Out near the sideline, throws it over the middle. Incomplete. And they're going to get the Lions for a flag. 
Over the middle, it was Bonamini. And Bonamini was hit after dropping the pass by Tavon Robertson. And they may get Robertson for targeting, which means he would be tossed from the ballgame. It's going to be an automatic first down for Franklin. And Assault is actually going to be here. Yep, they're going to get Robertson for the target. And that means Tavon Robertson will be ejected. Robertson's going to go out and talk official about it. He hit him below the neck. That was definite. He hit him with the shoulder. He hit him in the chest. But they're going to say it was a defenseless receiver, which is, in full terms, someone who couldn't see it coming. i got to be honest with you. If you're on the football field, you got to have your head on a swivel. So the first down after the penalty will put Franklin... They're going to mark it off from the 28. They'll spot it at the 28, which is actually where it happened. So from the 13 out to the 28, and Franklin picks up the first down via the targeting penalty, and Tavon Robertson has been ejected from the football game. He had the touchdown earlier, remember. Moving in motion is Bonamini. Now Smith is going to keep it off the right-hand side. Breaks the tackle, but cannot get away from the second man coming through, Noah Abel. Abel brought him down. Abel's been missing for the last couple of weeks due to an injury, but he's back. And he just took the place of Tavon Robertson. And Franklin may have wished after that play Robertson would have stuck around. So a two-yard loss on the play makes it second down 12. That's the third sack of the afternoon for the Lions defense. They're in the 4-3. Now Smith with two protectors back with him, drops straight back, throws it up the right-hand side, and it is complete to Fleet. Fleet has got a first down out to the 40-yard line. 14 yards on the reception and a first down for Franklin with 9.34 remaining in this third quarter. 17-14. Lions with the lead. They came out of the in the second half and drove it 75 yards for the score to take the lead. Franklin now with the football first and 10 at their own 40. Smith with two men in the backfield with him out of the pistol. And he's going to hand it off to Earl off the right-hand side. Earl's going to take it outside the 40, out near the 44-yard line. Gain of four on the carry. Earl has really had a good day today. In the first half, he had 71 yards rushing right now. He has got up close to 90 in this ball game. Earl, 16 carries. Well, he's still got him for 71 yards. Second down, seven yards to go. Dropping back is Smith. Smith looks up the right side. He's going to throw it up, and it is incomplete. The receiver out there for Franklin was Brock Finkbeiner, but he was well covered by Tyler Hanna. Smith put that ball right where only Finkbeiner could catch the football. Franklin really going deep on their bench today at the receiver position. They've got Stout out wide to the left. Sidowitz now slot left. Fleet and Bonamini are out wide to the right. 
Earl on third down, seven yards to go from the 44 in their own territory. Smith looking over the defense. Lions showing blitz. Here they come, dropping back Smith. Smith's going to throw it up the left side. He's got Sidowitz. He's going to catch it at the 25, breaks free at the 20, cuts it to the inside, to the 10, and he's going to be brought down just shy of the 10 near the 11-yard line. Another breakdown on the defensive secondary by the Lions, and Sidowitz has taken it all the way down to the 11 in Lion territory with 8.15 to go in the third quarter. Boy, when Franklin has needed a big play, they have come up with it today. That's what tradition will do for you. They expect to win. Dropping back Smith on first and ten from the 12. Throws it into the flat. It is complete to Fleet, and Fleet will take it in for the score. 12-yard touchdown pass from Smith to Fleet. And Franklin has regained the lead now. They are on top 20 to 17. And coming in to attempt the extra point will be Carter Brown, the freshman. Lions down by three now with 7.58 to go in this third quarter. So a big extra point here. Could be three or four if he hits it. High snap, but the ball is down. Kick is up, and the kick is good. 7.58 to go in the third. Your score, Franklin 21, Mount St. Joseph 17. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures, and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site, Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Franklin kicking it off. It's going to be a short kickoff taken in by Speakman at the 7. Up the left-hand side to the 15, to the 20, and he'll be drunk out of bounds at the 23-yard line after a 14-yard return. 7.52 to go in this third quarter. 21-17. Lions now down on the scoreboard, and we'll get a quick check. Bluffton losing to Manchester at halftime, 14-10, and Hanover is beating Defiance 21-7. to That's 21-7. 5.20 to go in the second quarter. Anderson plays at Earlham tonight at 7. Lions have it first and 10 at their own 24. 7.52 remaining in the third. Lions find themselves down by four now at 21-17. Tomlin with Williamson to the left of him. We'll take the snap. Hand off to Williamson up the middle. Another big hole to the 25 to the 30. He's going to skip out to the 33-yard line. Ten yards on the carry by Michael Williamson. And the Lions will have a first down. Williamson, 13 carries, 77 yards. 
Well, they're not going to say it's a first down. They're going to put him down just shy. Be second down on a yard. Ball at the 33-yard line. And the handoff will go to Williamson. Again, same play. He's got the first down this time to the 35, to the 40, to the 45, and brought down at the 48-yard line. That time, a 14-yard game will definitely give the Lions the first down. This is not the way you anticipated this game to go by either ball club, especially the Lions just dominating in the running aspect of the game. First and 10 at their own 48. Williamson to the left. He'll get the handoff again. Same play. And he's going to take it out to the 50 for a two-yard game. That's Woody Hayes-style football. Just keep running the same play until they prove they can stop it. Williamson, three carries in a row, and he's taken the Lions out to midfield from their own 23. Second down, eight yards to go for the Lions. Glines a slot left. Paul Miner, tight end right for the Lions in a tight formation. Tomlin, again, handoff to Williamson. Fake handoff, throws it up the field over the middle, and it is incomplete to Cooper Earls. Tomlin just underthrew Earls. Chayton, 12 for 20 today, just 95 yards passing so far in the contest. And he has taken the play clock down a lot today. It's almost like Franklin is doing a great job of disguising their coverages, so it takes him a little longer to try to decipher what they're doing. Tomlin again with 10 on the play clock. Drops straight back. Looks up the middle. He's going to be hit as he threw. Ball loose on the field. Franklin says they've recovered. It looked like his arm was going forward, but the officials are going to say it is a fumble, and Franklin will have it back. We have had about three plays here this afternoon that if you would have replay, I swear to you they would have been overturned, and that's the third one. It looked like Tomlin's arm was going forward. Tyler Hopperton definitely has not been happy with the performance of these officials today. And neither has the crowd here at Schuler Field. So the turnover gives it back to Franklin. They lead it by four. 6.07 remaining in the third quarter. Wing formation now for Franklin. Receivers out wide. Lions showing blitz. Fake handoff. Smith looks up the left side. He's going to go for the whole thing. He's got Fleet or Bonamini out there, and Bonamini catches it in the end zone for the score. Now Franklin has found some problems in the secondary, and they have been able to pass the ball at will ever since Tavon Robertson was ejected from the game for targeting. 5.57 to go in the third, and the Lions find themselves down by 10 now, 27-17. And it could be 11 here if they can put the football through the uprights as Brown will attempt the extra point. Boy, Smith just laid that right out there, and Bonamini caught it at the goal line and fell into the end zone for the score. Brown... Kicks it up, and it is good. 5.57 to go in the third. Your score now, Franklin 28, Mount St. Joseph 17. 
People just love the quality from effing good chicken tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road in Cincinnati. They use fresh chicken, and it's always hand-breaded with homemade sauces daily. And order the coleslaw. You won't regret it. Ordering out is easy at effing good chicken tenders. Order dinner on Facebook right now or call 451-3000. At effing good chicken tenders, order up a combo, feed the family, or your sudden drop-in guests. Effing good chicken tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order at 451-3000. Effing good chicken tenders, real chicken, real fast, real good. 169. Yes, 169. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri-County. During Jeep Adventure Days, lease the all-new Cherokee Latitude for only 169 a month. Only at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri-County. 5.57 to go in the third quarter of play. Lions find themselves down by 11 now at 28-17. Campbell will kick it off, and Speakman in his own end zone will just take a knee, and the Lions will... Have the football first and ten at their own 25. Well, the Lions have been able to move the football, but an interception and a fumble have led to points by Franklin. And that gives them an 11-point lead. Of course, the Lions did the same thing early when Franklin threw an interception and Tavon Robertson, before he was ejected, was went in from 10 yards for the first score of the game. Tomlin with Williamson off to the left-hand side. Make it the right-hand side. Hand off to Williamson. He's going to cut it right up the middle, and he'll get out to about the 26-yard line. Franklin really enthused now defensively. Well, they'll see no gain for Williamson. 5.40 left to go in this third quarter. Lions need a big play. Bradley goes out wide to the left-hand side. Trips coming out to the near side. Glines in the slot, dropping back. Tomlin, he's going to throw the bubble screen to Earls. Earls to the 35, cuts to the near side, and he's going to be brought down at the 39-yard line. That's a first down for the Lions on a 14-yard reception. Boy, what a pretty play design by the Lions. Tomlin pump fake, pump fake to the left, and then came back to the right on the bubble screen. Bradley wide left, Murphy slot left, Glines out to the left-hand side also. Out here on the near side, it's like Treyon Taylor. Williamson will move to the right of Tomlin. Tomlin adjusting the play at the line of scrimmage. On first and ten from the 39. He'll take the snap, look out to the left-hand side. Now he'll roll out to the right, see some green. He's going to cut it up the middle, take it across the 40, out to the 41-yard line for a gain of two. Tomlin, you don't see him run the football much, but when he does, he usually gains some yardage out of it, and he did that time for a gain of two. Brings up second down, eight yards to go. 4.29 remaining in the third. 28-17 Franklin. Tomlin on second down and eight yards to go from his own 41. Takes the snap. Looks out to the left. He's got Glines complete. Glines is going to struggle forward. And a great play out there on the left-hand side by the defensive cornerback, John McKinney. McKinney was being encountered by Nick Murphy. And he just blew up Murphy at the line and knocked down the wide receiver, Glines, right at the line for no gain. Third down and about seven yards to go. Tomlin with Williamson off to the left of him. 
Receivers out wide. Trips to the near side for the Lions on third and seven from their own 41. Tomlin looks to the right. He's going to throw it over the middle, and it is incomplete to Glines. And a flag comes in from the back judge. They'll get a pass interference. Boy, the linebacker out there, DeMonte Franklin, was draped all over Glines, and Glines came up screaming for a flag, and now the official will go ahead and give him one. And it will be pass interference against Franklin. First down for the Lions right at midfield. 328 left to go in this third quarter. Cannot talk enough about the importance of this drive for the Lions, even though it's in the third quarter. They need something positive to happen. First and ten right at midfield for the Lions. Tomlin and Williamson talking something over in the backfield. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. Now he'll take the snap. Hand off to Williamson. Right up the middle, and he's going to be chopped down near the line of scrimmage at the 50. Bring up second down. Ten yards to go. Franklin really doing a great job of rotating their defensive line. Lions have a player down on the field. And it's one of the offensive linemen. And can't tell who that is right now, but it looks like they're looking at his right ankle. While they're doing that, we're going to take a timeout, see if we can't identify who that is. 3.20 to go in the third quarter. Your score from Schuler Field, it is Franklin 28, Mount St. Joseph 17. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winston Road in Finneytown. Well, for the Lions, getting up and walking off, Ryan... Now check out, it's going to be Brad Murphy. Murphy, number 58, is going to limp off the field. Knowing an offensive lineman, a little tape, maybe some dirt, he'll be back in the next drive, maybe the next play. All right, second down 10 for the Lions after an injury timeout with 3.14 remaining in the third. Trips out to the near side, second and 10, dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin looks over the middle. He's got Glines incomplete. And then Glines got hammered, and there's no flag. That was exactly the same play that Tavon Robertson was ejected on. Exactly the same play, and no flag. Glines was laid out by Chaz Hill, and no flag. Third down, 10. You're going to hear the fans. Boy, they don't like it. And it was exactly the same play that Tavon got thrown out on. Third down, 10 for the Lions from midfield. Tomlin drops back, steps up into the pocket. He's going to get it out to the 49, maybe the 48-yard line. Gain of two. And it will bring up fourth down, 8. And Jerry Porter will come in to punt the football away. Franklin has done a great job of disguising their coverage. And Tomlin has really had a tough time. He's taken the play clock down several times just trying to get an identifier on what Franklin is doing. And they've done a great job of covering it up. 
Porter's going to kick it away. Good snap. Jerry gets it away, and he is knocked to the ground. There's the flag. Ball's going to hit at the 23. It'll bounce inside the 20, and then there's another flag thrown as Porter blindsided him up the field, and Franklin right now is falling apart. They just knocked Porter down twice. Once when he was punting, second time when he got up, they blindsided him. Ball's going to be downed at the 13, make it the 12-yard line, but the Lions are going to get this football back. They're going to have to kick somebody out from Franklin, and the penalties will give the Lions, I believe, the football back. Officials are going to confer about it, and now they're going to come up to the microphone and see what they can decide. But, boy, they have really lost control of this ballgame. They're going to call running into the kicker. That's declined. Personal foul. That's going to be called against Robbie Whistle. And it's going to give the Lions a first down. For whatever reason, I don't know what Witham got in his head, but he decided he was going to run right over Porter a second time. And Mike Leonard's going to come out, and he wants an explanation. So the 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty will move the football down inside the 35 to the 33 for the Lions. And with 2.33 to go, after you get it all sorted out, the Lions will have the football first and 10 as the referee is still over talking with Mike Leonard about that call. There have been several questionable calls here. and To be honest, Franklin losing all sorts of control, but so are the Lions, and it's because the officiating crew has not had a good handle on this game. Dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin looking up. He's going to throw the ball deep into the end zone. He's going to go to Tyler Hanna. Incomplete. Hanna snuck in again, and they want to get in a touchdown. Just threw it off the end of his fingertips. So it'll be second down 10 from the Franklin 33. Earls and Glines are out to the near side. Out to the far side is Panky. Tomlin on second down 10 from the Franklin 32, 2.27 to go. In the third. Hand off to Williamson right up the middle on the draw. He's going to take it inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. Gain of five. And it'll bring up third and five. Lions have been able to run the football against these guys today. Now the Lions are doing a lot of rotating on that offensive line because of Brad Murphy going out. Sam Martin is into the contest now at left guard. Receiver split out on both sides for the Lions. A minute 50 to go in the third. Third down, five yards to go from the Franklin 28. Dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin rolls out to the left. He can pick up the first down. He's going to put his head down and he's going to be hit at the 26 yard line. He's going to be shy of the first down by about three yards and it's fourth down. And the Lions are going to send in, I believe, the field goal team. What Winder is, is going from the home side to the visitor's side. They're going to spot the football at the 33. So this is going to be a 43-yard attempt. 
This would cut the lead to eight and put it to within one possession. Porter, this would be the longest one that he's hit this year for 43 yards. There's the snap. Kick is up. It is long enough, and it is good! 56.1 seconds to go, and Porter just drilled a 43-yard field goal. And the Lions have cut it to 8, 28 to 20 here toward the end of the third quarter of play. Boy, you had to wonder, the way Porter's been kicking the football in pregame warm-ups, that one probably would have been good from about 50. And now he'll kick it off. He's been booming these kickoffs, too. Porter's had a heck of a game today. 43-yard field goal, 23-yard field goal, and he's pinned Franklin inside their own five-yard line twice on punts. 56.1 seconds to go in the third. It's 28-20. Franklin on top, and Porter will kick it off. Back set to return. Franklin, it's going to be taken in. By Poole. Poole at his 5 to the 10 to the 15 right up the middle. Now cuts to the far side. 25-30. 35 and he's going to be matched up. Brought down outside the 40 to the 43-yard line. Excellent return by Poole. Out to the 43-yard line. Franklin in their own territory. 45.6 seconds to go in the third. They have the lead and the football. 28-20. to Lions defense now needs to come up big. Mitch Menzel is into the ball game now at free safety, taking the place of Tavon Robertson. He's the freshman. Menzel from Amelia, West Claremont High School. First and ten, handoff to the running back. And he's going to take it up the right-hand side across the 30 into... Mount St. Joseph Territory and Earl takes it down to the 23-yard line. Boy, just a huge run now by Earl. And Franklin is knocking back at the door of Mount St. Joseph. They've got it first and 10 at the Lions 25. Earl with Grundon in the backfield. Out of the pistol. Hand off to Earl again off the right side. He takes it inside the 20, 15, 10. And he's going to be tripped up inside the 5 and brought down at the 3. Boy, who would have known that Tavon Robertson had this much of an influence on the Lions defense? Ever since he has been ejected, Franklin has been able to move the ball virtually at will. And the Lions are going to have to really strengthen up defensively at the fourth quarter as we have come to the end of three. At the score at the end of three here from Schuler Field, it is Franklin 28, Mount St. Joseph 20. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. 
Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, as we head into the fourth quarter of play from Schuler Field, it's 28-20. Franklin on top of it, and they've got it first and goal at the Lions' four-yard line. Hand off to Earl. Earl is going to be stacked up right at the line of scrimmage by Julius Fisher for no gain. Fisher plugged the hole. Maybe a yard loss back to the five-yard line. Second and goal now for the Grizzly. Boy, the Lions really could use a turnover here or at least hold Franklin to a field goal. Smith looking things over. On second and goal, again with Grundon and Earls. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone on the fade, and it is thrown up to Fleet, and Fleet caught it in the back corner of the end zone for the score. Fleet went up and battled for against Speakman to get the football, and Fleet came down with it for the score, and that makes it 34-20. Franklin up by 14 with 14-22 to go in this football game. Boy, they couldn't on first down, but then they threw fade, and Fleet, one of the best receivers in the league, went right up and got it for the score. And that gives Franklin the 14-point lead. And there's a lot of movement on the line, and I think they're going to get Franklin for false start. Looked like the right side of that line for Franklin moved. And now they will see if... Well, this isn't the NFL where the defense can draw the the offense into a false start. And that's what it is. False start against Franklin. So that'll mark it back five yards. Instead of from the two, it'll go back to the eight-yard line. So they will try the extra point now from the eight. Basically making it a 25-yard extra point with 14-22 remaining. Carter Brown, the kicker. This is a big kick. He's going to put it up, and it is good. 14-22 remaining. Your score now, Franklin 35, Mount St. Joseph 20. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation right now, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it every athlete. Some scores around the conference. Bluffton now leading Manchester, 11-52 to own the game, sitting 14. Hanover has opened up a 20-point lead over Defiance, 27-7, with 13-01 remaining to go in the third quarter. Lions will be at Defiance next Saturday to face the Yellow Jackets. And in top 25 college football, Ohio State beat Minnesota this afternoon, 
30-14. to 14. And we'll kick it off for Franklin. It is a high, short kick. Speedman takes it at 15, right up the middle to the 20, to the 25, and he'll be brought down at the 26. And boy, there's a lot of extracurricular activity that the officiating crew today has decided to just let go as long as you get in a lick and then walk away from it. So the Lions will take it first and 10 at their own 26. They're going to go with an empty backfield. Tom maybe for the game as they themselves down by three. Receivers out wide on both sides. Tomlin with 14-16 remaining in the game, a 35-20 Franklin lead. He's going to throw it out to the right-hand side, complete the glines at the 30-yard line. Four yards on the completion, brings up second down six, and the Lions will go hurry up. Now Williamson will come in and pointer gun also at the tight end position. Taylor out, Murphy out. Williamson will line up on the right side of Tomlin. Second down and a long five yards to go just outside the 30-yard line. Tomlin takes the snap, fake handoff, throws it over the middle. It is complete to Cooper Earls, and Earls is going to be dropped outside the 35 to the 38-yard line. Gain of eight on that catch, and it's a first down, but there is a flag down thrown in the backfield. Tomlin signals it's against Franklin. And look what the flag is going to be. Roughing the passer against Franklin. So that'll be a 15-yard penalty tacked on to the end of the run. Takes it across midfield and into Franklin territory down to the 42-yard line. So the Lions, with the benefit of a personal foul, now have it down in Franklin territory. First and 10 at the Franklin 47-yard line. Tomlin with Williamson to the left. Chayton looking things over. Play clock down to 8. Hand off to Williamson. Off right tackle. Cuts it to the 45. To the 40 off the far side. And he's going to bring it down to the 35-yard line after a run of 13 yards for the junior. Another first down for the Lions. We've said they've been able to run the football successfully today. But right now, with 13 minutes, they're still able to do it. But it's getting close to the time where they're not. Minor tight end left. Of course, the score right now would eliminate that problem. Dropping back Tomlin. He's going to look out to the right side. Complete to Glines at the 25. And he's brought down immediately. An 11-yard gain and another first down for Mount St. Joseph. Tomlin directing this offense in the hurry up. And he just appears to be calling the plays right at the line of scrimmage. Panky back into the ball game. He's out wide left. Glines wide right. Fake handoff. Throws back out the Glines. Completed the 20-yard line, and he's going to be brought down at the 19. That's a 7-yard completion. From junior to senior. Minor out. Williamson out. Earls is in. They're going to go with the shotgun. Taylor is in, and he's on the left-hand side in the trips formation. Second down, call it three. Pump fake, Tomlin looks out to the right, now looks to the left, now looks up the middle, flips it over the middle, it's complete to Glines, inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. Tomlin just maneuvered around the pocket until he found Glines open on the right side for the first down. Seven yards on that completion. Miner back into the ballgame, so is Williamson. Earls will lead. 
Now Earls will stay in. He'll go slot left. Taylor will leave. Panky out wide left. Blinds wide right, and Miner will line up tight end right. Ball on the far hash mark. Tomlin on first and ten from the 13-yard line of Franklin. He'll take the snap. Look into the end zone. Throws the fade to Panky into the corner. He goes up and got the ball knocked away incomplete. Not sure he would have come down in bounds with the pass, but the way these guys have been calling out of bounds receptions, he might have been in. 11.35 to go in this ball game. So the Lions will have second down and 10 from the 13. They can pick up that first down, obviously, without scoring. Second down, 10. Williamson right behind Tomlin. Out of the pistol. Ball on the far hash mark. Trips to the near side for the Lions. Tomlin will take the snap. Fake handoff. Throws it out to the left side. Complete to Earls. He's got it at the 10. To the 5. Dives to the end zone. He'll be knocked out of bounds at the 2. First down for the Lions, though. First and goal at the 2 of Franklin with 11.29 to go. Lions down by 15 right now at 35-20. And a score here would really do wonders for their psyche. Nick Murphy goes out wide right. Glein slot right. Williamson on first and goal from the 2. Fake handoff. Throw by Tomlin into the end zone to Panky. He dropped the ball. Boy, Chase has really had a rough day. Incomplete. Brings up second down and goal from about the two and a half yard line. They'll mark him now at the three. Second and goal. Tomlin. Going to hand it off to Williamson. He's going to take it into the end zone for the score. Great blocking up front. And that hole just opened up. And Williamson took it in from three yards out for the touchdown. And with 11.04 to go in the ball game, Mount St. Joseph has pulled to within nine at 35-26. You don't go for two here yet. They'll bring in Porter to attempt the extra point. Lions will only go for two when they absolutely have to, which is not at this moment. So Porter will attempt the extra point to draw the Lions to within eight. Good snap. Ball is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. 11.04 to go in the ballgame. It's now Franklin 35, Mount St. Joseph 27. Think of the NCAA as a spirit squad, cheering for student-athletes at every big event and every small one. We'd be there in the classroom, at graduation, at their first job interview. Okay, so don't think of us as a spirit squad. Think of us as a mascot. Well, just know we're always there for student-athletes. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash msol. Jerry Porter just kicked the football off through the end of the end zone. If he kicked that off from the moon, 
It'd still be following Saturn right about now. 11.04 left to go in the ball game. Lions now need a big defensive stop. They are down by 8, 35-27. And Franklin has it first and 10 at their own 25-yard line. They've been able to move the football however they wanted to since the loss, the ejection of Tavon Robertson. Earl right behind Smith. Earl's going to get the handoff off the right side. Finds a hole to the 30. Out to the 35. Breaks a tackle and is brought down at the 38-yard line. Gain of 13 and a first down for the Grizzlies. Boy, the Lions just defensively, ever since Robertson left, have not done a very good job. Smith on first and 10 from his own 39. Looks over the defense. He'll take the snap hand off to Earl again. He's going to run it right up the middle and take it out across the 40, out to the 43. That's a gain of four. Earl's had a big, big day for this Franklin offense from that running back position. 21 carries, 139 yards on the day. Michael Williamson right there with him. 20 carries, 113 yards. But Earl has really been the stalwart for this Franklin team. Second down, six yards to go along six. Smith now able to play milk the clock. As he just looks at the play clock, sees it's only down to 14, so he's going to take more time. 9.55. Here come the Lions on the blitz. Hand off to Earl. Earl breaks through. Almost fumbled it across midfield and down to the 46-yard line of the Lions. Ten yards on the carry for Earl and another first down for the Grizzly. Boy, it is imperative that the Lions don't give up a score here. 9.40 and running. Left to go in the ballgame. Winner of this game has a stranglehold on the Heartland Conference title. They would have destiny in their own hands. The loser would need help. First and 10 at the Lions 46. Hand off to Earl again. Stacked up right at the line, but he's going to at least get a yard. They'll mark him inside the 45 to the 44. Brings up second down, a long eight yards to go. And Braden Smith, the junior quarterback, He's the second conference behind Holland, but he's the tallest. Second down, call it eight yards to go. Receiver split on both sides. Hand off again to Earl. That's going to keep it this time. Slide by 40 to the 37-yard line. He's going to be shy of the first down. He started his slide. Yeah, clear back to the... They'll mark him down at the 39-yard line. So it'll bring up third and three, and here's the biggest play of the game for the Lions. Third down three from the 39-yard line. And you can tell the crowd getting into it. 8.25 and running left to go. Receiver split. Earl in the backfield. You'd expect him to get it. Smith is going to hand it off to Earl. Earl is not going to have the first down. He's going to be about a yard shy. It'll bring up fourth down and about a yard down to the 37-yard line. He needed to get inside the 36. It'll be fourth down and about a yard and a half. And what will Mike Leonard decide to do here for the Grizzly? He's keeping his offense on the field. And I think they're going to go for it. Franklin is either going to go for it or they're going to try to draw the Lions offside. 
7.43 to go. They need a yard and a half, and now the side judge will call a timeout and go over and talk with Mike Leonard on the sideline. I'm gonna, did he call a timeout? I guess he did because he didn't signal it was a timeout. He just turned and started talking to Mike Leonard on the sideline. 7.35 to go in this ball game, and your score now from Schuler Field. It is Franklin 35, Mount St. Joseph 27. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. This will be the biggest play of the year up to this point for the Lions. It is fourth down and about a yard and a half for Franklin to get a first down. Ball just on the outside of the 47-yard line in Mount St. Joseph territory, and they need to get to the nose of the football inside the 46. Lions come out defensively with their jumbo package, and so does Franklin. They've got Smith under center. Gruden is the up back. Earl the eye back. Smith, hard snap count. Now he'll take the snap. Hand off to Grundon, and he's going to get the first down inside the 35 down to the 33-yard line for a gain of four. They gave it to the up back, Grundon, and he got the first down. Grundon, the fullback, 5'11", 200-pounder from Jennings County High School in Indiana. Gives Franklin a big first down in Mount St. Joseph territory at the 33, and the clock continues to run. 7-14 here in the ball game. First and 10 for the Grizzly at the Mount St. Joseph 33. Smith, hand off to Earl. Earl takes it out to the right side. He's going to get it inside the 30 to the 25, and he's going to be hogtied and brought down at about the 23-yard line. That is an 11-yard gain and a first down. Lions can ill afford now to even give up a field goal. Fleet tying his shoe over on the right-hand side. Franklin has won 10 of the last 11 Heartland Conference championships, and they were not ready to come in here and just hand the title over to the Lions today. Smith with trips out to the far side. He's got Earl right behind him out of the pistol formation. Handoff to Earl. Up the middle. Inside the 20. Down to the 18-yard line. That's a gain of four. Boy, he's busted off four yards per carry almost all day long. Just one fumble turned the complexion of this entire ball game around along with the ejection on Tavon Robertson. Ball right at the 19. Second down, seven yards to go. Earl in the backfield. 5.55 and running. Play clock down to 10. Smith milking it for all it's worth. Now he'll move Bonamini in motion to the far side. Hand off to Earl off right tackle. No, keeping it in. Smith, and Smith faked everybody out and runs it in 19 yards for the score. That makes it 41-27. 
Franklin on top of it. And that may do it. Bonamini will be the holder. And the place kicker, Carter Brown, will come in to attempt the extra point. Now this would be the difference between two TDs and two extra points. And two TDs, an extra point, and a two-point conversion. Brown. High snap, but Bonamini gets it down, and the kick is up, and the kick is good. 5.40 to go in the ballgame. Your score now, Franklin 42, Mount St. Joseph 27. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Back here at Schuler Field, I'm Dave Mitchell, 540 to go. And the Lions have got a monumental task ahead of them. Down by 15, 42-27. They're going to need a touchdown or onside kick and another touchdown, along with a two-point conversion somewhere in there. To get this thing back to even Steven. Campbell will kick it off and he line drives it. It'll be taken in by Speakman at his three. Right up the middle to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. Flag thrown from the deep back judge. And Speakman will be hit out of bounds at about the 34-yard line. Normally when it's thrown in that particular area, it is a block in the back. And we'll see where the flag Got someone down on the sideline for Franklin. And that is Damian Miller, but he's up and walking off. And that's what it will be as they block in the back. So the penalty will mark off against the Lions. They'll take it back. Well, are they going to? It'll be put at the 14-yard line. Lions 86 yards from pay dirt, and then they need an onside kick. That's the way this thing shapes up, so let's see what happens in the final five and a half. Tomlin looks over the middle. He's got Panky out at the 20. He'll be knocked out of bounds at the 23-yard line. And that's going to be a nine-yard completion. Bring up second down and about a yard to go. Williamson to the left of Tomlin. Clock running again. 520 and running. Franklin with their dime defense and they're showing blitz but they don't come Tomlin now throws it out to the right hand side complete to Murphy and Murphy steps out of bounds at the 27 that'll be a first down for the Lions unfortunately this official thinks that before the ball is spotted the clock should start that ball wasn't even off the sideline and the official had the clock started after a first down Tomlin drops straight back, looks up the middle. He's going to step into the pocket. He's going to throw it over the middle. Complete to Cooper Earls at the 42-yard line, 14 on the reception, and another first down by the Lions. Boy, Tomlin was close to being past the line of scrimmage, but he knew exactly where it was and got the ball away. First and 10 for the Lions at their own 42. 
Boy, it looks like Panky was offside, but he wasn't. Throw over the middle, complete to Cooper Earls at the 45. He's going to spin forward to the 47-yard line. Coughed up the football, and the Lions got it back. Boy, I don't know who jumped on that football. It was one of the offensive linemen for the Lions. Isaiah Trimble got on the football. Oof. Big play by Isaiah. Could have kissed this ball game goodbye. Second down, seven yards to go. Tomlin from the 46 steps into the throw. Complete to Glines. Glines has got the first down at 46-yard line in Franklin territory. Clock will stop on the first down. 4.05 to go. And again, the official starts the clock without the ball being spotted. Trips out to the left-hand side. Tomlin drops back. Looks upfield. He's going to throw it for all it's worth up the field. He's got Taylor Hanna. They brought Hanna into the ball game again at the wide receiver spot. He had it in his hands and dropped it. He had six and couldn't come down with the football. And there is nobody more upset at himself right now than Tyler Hanna. 3.50 to go. Second down and 10 from the 46 of Franklin. Tomlin with 14 on the play clock. Clock stops on the incompletion. Drops straight back. Looks at the field. He throws it out to the right. It is incomplete to Nick Murphy. Or Cooper Earls, excuse me. Tomlin got hit after he threw the ball, but again, no call. I don't like to criticize officials on the air, but these guys have lost complete control of this game. Third down, 10. Dropping straight back is Tomlin. Tomlin's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to look out to the right side. He's got to complete to Michael Williamson. He's got the first down at the 34-yard line. Tomlin's legs in the pocket kept him in that play alive and got the Lions the first down. Now the Lions could catch Franklin with too many men on the field, and the umpires stepped in to keep them from snapping the football. Tomlin is going to step up. He's got a lot of room across the 30, and he's going to cut back and dive forward to the 27-yard line. That's a gain of seven for Chayton. Clock continues to run. 318. Lions with all three timeouts left. Tomlin on second down and four now from the 36. Drops back. Steps up into the pocket again. Throws it over the middle. Complete of of Franklin. Tomlin with the clock running. Looks over the middle. Steps up into the pocket. He's going to throw it into the end zone. He's got a receiver. It's knocked away and incomplete. No, he came down with it, but out of bounds. Murphy thought he came down with it. Evidently, the end line is not like the sideline this afternoon. So the ball will stay at the 12. Second down, 10 yards to go for the Lions with 2.49 remaining to go in the ball game. Earls out wide right, dropping back. Play! And the Lions have now cut it to 42-33. And let's see what they decide to do here. They'll go for the extra point. Coming in to attempt the extra point is Jerry Porter. Porter. Snap is good. Kick is up. And the kick is good. 
2.44 left to go. What will the Lions do? Onside or depend on their defense? We'll find out when we come back. Your score. It's now Franklin 42, Mount St. Joseph 34. Everyone loves pizza. But when people who love to serve their family recipes come together with people who really love to enjoy them, that's when the magic happens. That's the recipe for happy. Now, who's hungry? La Rosa's Family Pizzeria. The recipe for happy. Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Lions are going to onside kick. Porter kicks it. It takes a bounce. It'll be taken in by one of the Franklin upbacks. That's going to be Bonamini. Oh, check out Fleet. Fleet got the onside kick. And Franklin will take it over in Lions territory at the 48 with 2.41 left. And the Lions now desperately need a three and out. They'll use all their timeouts here on defense. They've got three of them remaining. Braden Smith and this Franklin offense has been just dynamic in the second half. They lead it by 8, 42-34. And you doubt seriously if they're going to put it in anybody's hands other than Jacob Earl. And there goes the first handoff to Earl. He's going to be hit at the line and dropped. No gain, maybe a yard loss. Lions, what will they do? The clock continues to run. They're not going to use their timeout here. Play clock at 25. Game clock at 2.20. And Braden Smith is going to take all the time that he needs. Lions, I think they want to hold one timeout at least offensively. 2.10 to go. Play clock down now to 10. Second down 10 from the 48 of the Lions. Smith. Down to five. Hand off to Earl around the right side. He's going to break it inside the 45, down to the 43-yard line. He's going to be gain of five. It'll bring up third and five. No, but gain of about six now. And the Lions are going to use a timeout. Third down, three yards to go. Lions take a timeout. A minute 50 left. It's 42-34 Franklin over the Lions. Need dinner quick for you and the kids? Hit Facebook right now and order from FNN Good Chicken Tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road. Feed the kids, the family, order a combo for yourself, eat garden style, or feed the peeps. Let the guys at FNN Good Chicken Tenders cater your next get-together and everyone will thank you. Hand-breaded chicken tenders, homemade sauces, and coleslaw to die for. It's all at FNN Good Chicken Tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order now at 451-3000. FNN Good Chicken Tenders, real chicken, real fast, real good. Well, now comes the big play of the year for the line. Third down and on three yards to go. Ball sitting just side the 40-yard line of the long territory. And Franklin needs to get it down to the 38 for a first down. 
A minute 50 left to go in the ball game. Lions, two timeouts left, and you can hear the crowd. They were trying to get this defense for one last stand. Third down three. Brendan into the ball game. He'll be at the fullback spot out of the pistol. Earl right behind Smith. Smith out of the pistol. Hand off to Earl. Up the middle. He's going to be shy of the first down by a yard. Got it to the 39. Timeout Lions. He is short by a yard. Ball at the 39. He needed to get it right at the 38. And the Lions will use a timeout. 140 left to go. And now what will Franklin do? Will they go for it on fourth or will they punt the football away and stick it back into the hands of Chayton Tomlin and the Lions offense? Boy, the first half just flew by with both teams just feeling each other out. And then the second half, both teams have been able to move against each other. Lions will have one timeout remaining with a minute 40 left to go. Franklin breaks the huddle on the sideline, and I think they're going to go for it, and this is probably the correct move by the Grizzlies. Here we go. Smith is going to be under center. Traditional eye formation. Fourth and a yard. Lions punched up in the box. Handoff to Grundon. Grundon striggles forward, and I think he got it, and he did. He got the first down on second effort, and that should do it. Got it down inside the 47. Down near the 40, the 37, excuse me, and that should end the football game. Boy, the line, well, they started moving the sticks. The side judge said move the sticks, and now they want to bring the sticks out and measure. But they've already moved them. <laughs> so, now that well, they'll put the put the marker down. Now they're going to bring the sticks out and measure. The side judge had signaled a first down, but I think the Lions want a measurement just to be sure. And when they finally do bring the sticks out here, you're going to see that it's right straight across from where we are situated up here in the press box that he did indeed get the first down, and he did. So that'll be the end of that. A minute 37 to go in the game, and the Lions are down 42-34. So Franklin has it first down and 10, and they can, Lions can stop it one more time, and but Franklin can basically just run the clock out. Clock running with a minute 25 left to go. And they will go into victory formation. Brandon Smith will go under center. And they'll put Earl all the way back about 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. Smith then will take a knee and that'll be the first down. So Franklin, winners of 10 of the last 11 conference titles, come into Mount St. Joseph, Lions full of expectations, and now those expectations will turn into hopes as they hope Franklin can lose at least once this year. 
course, the problem is is that the winner of the Heartland Conference gets the automatic berth, the only berth into the postseason tournament. But now Franklin has won the head-to-head matchup against the Lions, so Franklin has the nod on two different stages. The first being they lead the conference now by a game over the Lions. And secondly, they won the head-to-head matchup. So a minute 13 left to go. And it is 42-34. Franklin on top of it by 8, but they're going to run out the clock here. Lions will be back in action next weekend, next Saturday. At Defiance. And we'll be on the air with the pregame show. At 12.30, kickoff at 1.30. want to say hello to Mount St. Joseph Athletic Director Steve Radcliffe, who's listening in today. He had to go out of town on a family item. So, hello, Steve, and thanks for listening. Smith will take a knee, and that'll bring up third down. But it isn't going to matter. Clock now hits the one-minute mark, and the Lions are helpless to stop the clock any longer. There is 20 on the play clock, 50 on the game clock, so if they take this down inside the 30-second mark, that'll wrap up the ball game. They won't even have to take another snap here on third down, and that's exactly what they're going to do. Play clock down to five. They take a knee. Now the game clock down inside 30, and that's going to do it. Franklin is going to win it here this afternoon as they were just the offensive juggernaut in the second half. Franklin moves to 5-1 and one overall, 4-0 and oh in the Heartland Conference, while the Lions now drop to 5-2, and two, and they are 4-1 and one in conference play. Your final score here today from Schuler Field, it is Franklin 42, Mount St. Joseph 34. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 16.9. Yes, 16.9. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri-County. During Jeep Adventure Days, get a new Compass Sport as low as 16.9. Only at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri-County. It's not about where you were born. It's not about your gender. Or the color of your skin. Or whether you're rich, poor, or in the middle. No matter what you play, if you have the skill and drive to succeed in school and in sports, we'll provide the opportunity. Well, this was an extremely disappointing loss today for the Lions. They came in with a lot of hopes, a lot of expectations, and the dream of a Heartland Conference championship not all but ended here this afternoon, but they lose it here to Franklin by a final score of 42-34. to 34. Just an outstanding effort by 
the offense of Franklin. Braden Smith, 19 for 27 passing, 257 yards, three touchdowns, one interception on the afternoon, while Jacob Earl, boy, the Lions just could not stop him. He ran for six yards a carry, 30 carries, 186 yards on the afternoon, and one touchdown. Meanwhile, for the Lions, Chayton Tomlin, 26 of 42 for 163 yards, a touchdown and an interception, and Michael Williamson, he had 20 carries today for 113 yards on the afternoon. A.J. Glines had 10 receptions, Cooper Earl 7, Michael Williamson 4, and Treyon Taylor along with Chase Pankey each had two catches here today. Franklin now 5-1 and overall. They are 4-0 and in conference play, and realistically, boy, Franklin has got the rest of the season at their beck and call because next week, let's just take a look forward at what Franklin has throughout the rest of the year. They've got Earlham next week, and then on October 27th, Franklin has got Manchester, and then on November 3rd, Franklin is at home for Bluffton, and then on November 10th, Franklin will be home for Hanover. So Franklin really has the schedule in their favor. They've got three-week teams and then Hanover coming to town the last weekend of the season. Meanwhile, the Lions, they will be on the road next week at Defiance. Then they go to Hanover, and then they come home to wrap up the regular season in three weeks, taking on Anderson in that ballgame. I'll be back to wrap things up from Schuler Field on this beautiful Saturday afternoon right after this. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University, and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute by minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. So your final score here this afternoon in the contest. The Lions lose it here this afternoon in a heartbreaker of today's ball game by a final score of 42-34. to Elsewhere around the conference, it was Manchester 21 over Bluffton 17. That's a final. And with 10.5 left to go in the ballgame, Hanover has opened up a 34-7 to lead over Defiance, the Lions' next opponent. Tonight at 7, Anderson will be playing at Erlem against the Quakers. Our thanks and happy birthday wishes go out to our producer, Greg Mitchell. His birthday is on Monday. Happy birthday to him. Our thanks, of course, to Steve Radcliffe, Blake Watson here at Mount St. Joseph University. And, of course, Dr. Williams for granting us permission to do these ball games. Our thanks to everybody over on the Franklin staff. Of course, our thanks go out to all of our sponsors for making this afternoon's broadcast possible. But most of all, our thanks go out to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here this afternoon. It was Franklin 42, Mount St. Joseph 34. Until next week at Defiance, 1.30 kickoff, 12.30 pregame. I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good afternoon, everybody. You've been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Mount St. Joseph University football. This game has been brought to you by Iron Sharpens Iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. FN Good Chicken Tenders. Call now to order at 513-451-3000. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road. 
Ascent Safety Solutions. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. La Rosa's Pizza on Rapid Run Road. Call 513-347-1111. The Mount St. Joseph University. JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Jake Sweeney Auto at jakesweeney.com. And the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Join us next time for Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.